Emerging technologies are transforming the healthcare industry as we know it. Investors, say hello to HTech, a portfolio dedicated to capturing the significant growth potential of healthcare innovation. Learn more at roboglobal.com/htec. nothing wrong with your set that bright light that you see it is not an eclipse it is just tony bruno's noggin i'm Stuart scott that's don't diss the dome man I'm don't sorry. let me hurt you Stuart. no it's it's jealousy because ebony magazine even said last year bald men are sexier no so. question about it hey. Mark. <laughs> Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Are we on the air? Yeah. I like it when the girls stop by in the summer. Hey, you in the back with those French braids. What's your name? You better ask somebody. Uh, Albuquerque? I'm sorry. It is a groove slightly transformed Just a bit of a break from the norm Just a little something to break the monotony Here is Tony Bruno Tony Bruno It's time for the show And do not attempt to change the channel It's still the summertime, is it not? podcast is still on is it not for the time being yeah let me check hello there kids welcome it's the summertime i've been gone for a week and the whole world has gone to hell <laughs> since i've been gone but the best part was i paid no attention to anything i was you want to talk about being in la la land literally and figuratively <laughs> i was along with miss robin hello there tony bruno miss robin's here we're on facebook live tonight right Correct. We're not on YouTube. No, we are not on have YouTube. Have we been banned from YouTube? No, no, no. Um, we just have some streaming issues that I will take care of. I had some streaming issues in the middle of the night sometimes. <laughs> but hey, that's when you drink too much wine. or Actually, it's iced tea that does it to me. It goes right through me. I can drink a bottle of wine and never go to the bathroom. I drink iced tea or water. Boom. I think I'm going through some dehydration issues it's right now. dehydration I... sensation, baby. <laughs> I'm all, I freak myself out, though, because I looked it up on Google as to why leg cramps can start. And the very first thing it's that dehydration. is... dehydration. No. The very first thing is, have you just been on a long trip? It could be deep vein thrombosis, well, meaning blood... I mean, Luigi <laughs> had some time over the weekend, I think. 
No, it's like <laughs> it means blood clots. I know what it means. I'm trying to make it funny. It's not a funny thing. No, and funny, I'm like not like a clown freak, funny. Freak like I amuse up. you. Like I'm here for your entertainment. Yes. And Tell me man, how the heck my funny. <laughs> and the man right there, Luigi Curto, ladies and gentlemen, we got to give him a roaring round of applause. You got something? As as Robert. <laughs> Going back to Cali for the first time in six years. I mean, we've been to California, but not Los Angeles. I think the, I think the West Coast missed you, brother. They did, man. And you missed it. You know what's great about the West Coast? And I know a lot of people hate on it. I lived there 11 years. I get respect out there. Yeah? I go out there, and, I'm, and I work with some really good people. I work with good people everywhere. I'm not saying I didn't work with good people here. I learned from the best people here. But when I lived in L.A., people respected my accomplishments. They respected my talents. They respected my personality. You know what? I don't think... I don't get that here. I don't understand why. It's my hometown, damn it. I don't think it's a respect thing. I think what it is is that people just don't know how to be as... um, Convivial? That's a good word. I like that. It's, word. it's not a word that's used very often. Convivial, but like they're just happier in yeah. general. Do you Every, know who I am? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's weird. I don't understand it. I don't it. know how to put this. I, it's not about who I am. It's about what I am. Kind of but it's in, it's in the work environment. <laughs> I think it? It's people, not about what I am. It's about who I am. Is that how it works? I'm not it's sure. Those damn things. I don't or is know. it where you are? I don't know where I am. It We're on be. the air. That's where we are. We're in the podcast. Thanks for joining us live. And so a lot of fun. And, you know, I go back to L.A. A lot of great things. Some of the best things in my career happened while I was in Los Angeles. If it wasn't for me going there, you know, I wouldn't have had... I had a national prominence before Two that. Two troops at the same well, time. Well, that goes saying. I mean, those were records that were set out there for that. <laughs> but Golden State Warriors. Who I am. There, Forget about uh, the, the Bulls uh, season and uh, the, the Warriors' last couple of seasons and MVP trophies. Setting records that will never be broken right Damn there. Damn right. But anyway, I digress. It was just a lot of fun, and I get to see people. And, you know, all these people, the few malignant tumors out there in my business who for some reason don't respect what I do or who I am, I know one thing's for sure. And, Robin, you've seen this, and, Luigi, you've seen this. I know who I am. I know what I am, and I know what I've done in my career with people who respect me. I go to places where I've worked before. I'm supposed to be this bad seed. I've worked with so many people. Every time I go back and see friends, no matter whether it's New York, L.A., San Francisco, Philly, Tampa, you know, I know the mark I've made. I'm not looking for praise or people to tell me I'm great. I just know that I'm happy with what I've done yeah. in my life. I've had an amazing career, and I'm grateful. And I'm grateful to all the people who still know and respect me. And Petros and Mani, we got to see all our friends out there. Well, I think that everybody, I, I think that you, more so than some, are one of those people that's very, very approachable, and you are who you are, both on the air and off the air. You don't change your personality. Unless I'm chilling like a villain. (laughs) Yeah. Like I was in Marina Del Rey, and down in the the Redondo Beach. When you you go... And down in Anaheim. When you go what I call um, energy saver mode, then you're different. You're you're like totally like, you don't move your mouth very often. Chill, man. You're chill. You gotta know when to chill. Bring you seriously, you're like the same person on the air as off the air. And um, I think that most people, I, I, 99% of the people that I've known, that's one of the things that they always say, that you're just this, and and they've learned so much from you. There's just a few that, for whatever reason, can't, I don't know, they, I, they can't get over themselves is what I think it is. I don't, I don't care about that stuff. Everybody well, has if? to deal with their own lives. Like what Luigi. If? Yes. And that's why I was giving him a roaring round of applause. They, we, we were getting to that. As I was gone. And chilling like a villain, sleeping on the Lady Good Diver. 
in our lavish vacation to Southern California. Oh, yeah. What was the name of the boat? Lady, Lady Good, Good Diver. Diver. I like that. Because Good. our friends Johnny and Jackie Howard are great friends of ours. We used to go on their boat because they live out in the desert in Palmdale, but they'd always come down to the marina in Marina Del Rey, and they had their 30-foot boat, and we would go to Catalina Island with them, and they're divers. So they would mm -hmm. go diving out there in Catalina in the cold water with all the kelp and the beautiful fish, and they became good friends. So we went out there. I don't have a house out there anymore. So they said, hey, stay with us. So we stayed at their place in Palmdale for two nights, and then we stayed on the boat in the captain's quarters. Dude. And if you think that sounds lavish, <laughs> it captain's does, quarters, it it's a nice boat. Don't get me wrong. But it was like being in a tomb in the back of the boat in the aft cabin. I couldn't sleep like that. But our heads were, there was, there was space above our heads, but our feet was underneath. And I had a boat like that when I had my boat in Margate where my kids grew up. You know, a 28-foot boat. Not, it's not gigantic. It's not a yacht. It's just a nice boat. It's a, it's a shore place. It's a place to crash for a couple of days when you go to the sure. beach, when you can't afford a big house, and you can't afford, and you're not going to spend $1,000 to rent a place for a weekend at the Jersey Shore, wherever you go. So it was nice being on the boat, down in the marina, you hear people drinking all night and cursing and falling <laughs> into the water and stuff like that. They were chilling, man. It's just a chill weekend. I like it. And Miss Robin went to her big anniversary thing. My, I coincided with us going to see uh, Petrus and Money um, out at our old radio station. My 30th high school reunion. Dude. I know. I hate to do it cool. to you. Who has a 30th reunion anyway? I don't know. This is the only school that has like a reunion every five years. <laughs> when you get sick and tired of seeing these same people every five years. I couldn't deal with them for four years, let alone exactly. see them 30 years later. I mean, you have, I get it, 25th, you sh the first reunion you should have after you graduate high school, if you have reunions at all, should be 10 years, then 25, okay. then 50, then 75, and then 100. 100. And then that's, that's it. it. That's it. That's, that's it. it. I'll see you on the other side at that point. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then the reunion in hell when you all get back together again. But as I was saying, while we were out there doing all these things, Luigi Curto. He grew up. He became a man. He did. And he's well, not he's even not 40. I'm a man. He's not, I'm 40. He's not 40. I'm not yet. even 40 he's, yet. <laughs> he's almost all grown up. Almost. Grown up. Grown he's up. all grown up. Grown up. Yep. He, uh, we are very, very, very proud of him. And he's finally taking that big step out on his own. He's getting married? Oh. No, 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 no. Not off the ledge, Tony. <laughs> no, you're damn right. <laughs> if I've learned anything from you guys, don't get married. You're damn right. He's, and that's been reinforced. Every hour. <laughs> on the, the hour. Last, on the hour of every day of the last eight years in particular. I hear you. And uh, most importantly, in the last eight days yeah. in particular. Never our, has that been stressed more our little about boy, my Tony. aversion to marriage and all who have well, no. unfortunately. <laughs> Tony, it's only your Tony, chill, bro. Okay. <laughs> it's your marriage to one person. Not all of them. But that's why there will only be a marriage to one person. I am not ever, ever, ever going to keep waiting to think, I don't want to be married again. Marriage is overrated. It's not necessary. No, but it's not, not all people necessary. are like that. No, most people, unfortunately. No. Most people get divorced these days. Can we get back to my, to my happiness but now? I'll get, get back Thank to Luigi in a second. But let me just say this. <laughs> the percentage of people who stay married more than 10 years is, it has to be at an all-time low. Am well, I, I wrong? Do you anybody... know anybody in your life, including your own family, who has been married for a long period of time? Happily, no. No, not even happily. Do you know, is anybody in your family has not been divorced that you can think of? Yes. Who? All my aunts and uncles. They're older, though, right? They're, yeah, we're talking like 50, 60 years. But here's the, I think okay. here's the major difference. Anybody that got married under the age of 30 
is most likely not going to continue to stay married. If you wait until you have become totally the person, disagree. that has nothing to do with it. I, yes, you don't it does. think it has. It think it has you don't think it has anything yes. to do with. I actually, think nowadays it does. I got married at twenty-one. I was married for thirty years, so it wasn't that I got divorced because. It was 30 years. Right. It was because something goes wrong. No. Whether you get married at 21, 31, 41, If 51, you would let me finish. Go ahead. I you have statistics it, to prove this? Yes, actually, I do. I okay. will have to pull them up. But um, We'll get back to Luigi in just a moment. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. Let's go with the hard-hitting uh, stuff. I, I think that when you become the person... <laughs> I'm building up the suspense here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you become the person who you know you're going to become, like you come into your own and you understand yourself, it allows you to... Find the right partner. When you don't know it, you don't know that yet before you're 30. I do, I do believe it can last if you find the right person. Of course yeah. it can. I'm not saying that every marriage is failed. I just think in 21 years of life, 22 years of life, I don't think you spend enough time on the planet to find that right exactly. person. You, you need and you also change. You change so much from the time that you were 20 to the time. Of course you do. Well, there's, well now you're but agreeing with people, me. But I'm not saying <laughs> of, everybody changes from the age of one, from the day they, they're born until the day they die. No, I feel that you need to have just enough in common, but just enough, you know, that you don't like that you don't agree on to have a little bit of a, a back and forth every now and again. I think you should be able to to give as much to your partner as, as well as take. Like I, I don't want to be someone who just is the, the giver in the relationship. I need to, I need to learn and be taught by my partner too. Like I want I want them to educate me. That's and what I'm saying. Speaking exactly. of educating and learning and being taught. Look at we this have breaking we news have, from Luigi. Yes. yes. Get this us here off the marriage. Tommy has learned. I mean Luigi has learned and has been taught and now he is stepping out on his own he has a new show yep he's all on his lonesome all by me we savvy and we are so incredibly proud of him i couldn't know it i mean i owe it to you guys i mean it's just it's been oh, three years good for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of the show it's, it's about time oh good for you now <laughs> luigi tell us tell us what the show is going to be about and when you start it well it's going to be every thursday night leading to thursday night football from seven till you know a little bit after eight when does this show start august 30th August thirtieth. August thirtieth. The first the first day of the night game is until September. We're doing like a prelim kind of oh, show, like an introductory a preview show. Yes, but we're going to be doing it live every Thursday from Moonshine down at Tenth and Moyments. And our buddy Rich down there at Moonshine hooked us all up. I'm going to be there from eight from seven to eight. Well, maybe like a little bit after, and I'll stick around and watch the game with everyone. But it's going to be more of like a fantasy football based show, but more entertainment wise. It's not, I'm not going to be throwing facts at you. Like Wait a you, minute. What? Oh, because it's Fresh! fantasy. Correct, Tony. This is I'm, I am I'm. I gotta feed the masses, Holmes. I gotta tell you, you're gonna be fed like Ezekiel, uh, Ezekiel Elliott. All that, all that, feed me. All that feed black, me some bitches. All that black and chicken and yogi. That's what I'm eating, bro. That's what I'm gonna be. No, like I said, it'll be fantasy based. We're doing a lot of phone calls. You know, I, I've got a lot of fun segments coming up. It's gonna be a very interactive show. Are you preparing for the first show already? I've been preparing since last year, brother. Come on, man. Damn right, man. I don't, you think I don't, we just fall into this thing? You think it's going to be some badly produced Preparation product? on these programs. You think we just sit in here and make shit up? No, we write it down. As we go. Damn right. But it'll be completely interactive. People to come out to see the show, be, it'll be a lot of fun for and this them. And is, this is here in Philadelphia, so if you're listening yep. from all over the world, make your plans now. You can book a good flight. I hear JetBlue is having a two-day sale. Fly in from all over the world, all over the country, and come and get down to Moonshine there on Moya Men, second in Moya Mansing in South Philadelphia. Now another great location too for the uh, for the movie. Down in Essington, yes, Singer. Uh, that's in Glen Olden, though. That's not Essington. Correct. That's in uh, Glen Olden, Delco. Delco, yo, in the house. Well, What's the name of that location up there Cinder. again? Cinder. Cinder. Yeah. Cinder. I, I didn't even. But you know it, what I'm it, saying? Yeah. Well, it'll be. Hi-oh! Again, I, I, 
misspoke and said August 30th. It'll be August 31st is the first Thursday. So you don't even have the right date. I thought it was the 31st. I always get August mixed up. 31 days, 30 days. No, 30 days have September, April, June, and November. All the rest have 31 except February, except on a leap year. You follow me? Look at that. Oh, good. That's one of the few things I remember without having to look it up. Congratulations, Holmes. Thank you. But again, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun, and I hope to see everybody come out there. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. A lot Moonshine, of heavy, look he- it up. Heavy phone calls, lots of prizes, a lot of fun going. How on. are you gonna do all this in one hour with heavy phone calls, heavy fantasy, heavy uh, heavy D, and the boys will be there. All Tony, the heavy I'm, D's I'm, no gonna, with I'm us. gonna keep it moving, Holmes. I'm gonna keep it moving. It's gonna be a lot of fast paced action, brother. Oh, I love it, fast paced, man. In and out. No, I prefer that slower. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I hear you. <laughs> oh, what's in the box? <laughs> That's in the box. Meanwhile, so we did our shout-outs. Congratulations to Luigi. I may Thank have to you, make Tony. a guest appearance. Now, are we allowed to be uh, to show yeah, up? Yeah, man, show? of course, What man. about that bum uh, Joe, Corrado? He's, he better get his ass out there, You're too, man. You're damn right. He's in an Ocean City today spending money on some bimbo on the boardwalk, I think he said. A I bu- hope it wasn't a, his daughter. A bouton on the boardwalk. Exactly. That's what it is. Well, he tweeted earlier today it. about how much money will I need to, to spend on the boardwalk, $500. I said, just make sure you bring cash, bro. Yeah, straight cash. Straight cash because all of not all of them, a lot of them are just cash only at a lot of these summer resorts. It's how we keep the cost down. Yeah, yeah right. Or the IRS off it's your ass. keep the taxes <laughs> exactly. down. Exactly. Speaking of Rich, Rich just joined. So, uh, Rich, you just missed it. The big, L- the big, big announcement big regarding Luigi. Luigi at, at Moonshine. August 31st, Thursday night football, baby. Who's playing that first game? Well, no, that, well, it's, it's going to be that, – that's this is the prelim show. We're going to be leading okay. into it. Leading into no, it. but it's I'm gonna, saying every week it'll be on the Thursday night. It'll be but every this single is the week. week before the season actually Correct, starts. Correct, man. This is, this is the come on out, have a good time. We're going to be we're keeping it loose, keeping it real, keeping it continuing the same thing. Tony. Exactly right. And then um, there were several people that were asking about Cinder in Glen Olden. How is that spelled? It is. Is it C-I-N-D-E-R or S-I-N-D-E-R? Yeah, it's Cinder... Uh, Not like Cinder Claus. It's, no, or no, Cinder no. Block. Exactly. It's um, in uh, Glen Olden. Glen Olden. It's near my it's, sister's. It's called ki- Bar and Kitchen, I think. Cinder Bar and Kitchen? Hold on. That's a bad a job I just, out of you, Robert. I got to give you one of these. Down there. Down there. Cedar. Down. God, did I say Cinder? Yeah, you said Cedar. Cedar. You know where Cinder is? Cinder is a restaurant now in the Ritz-Carlton inside of Marina Del Rey. That's why I had that on brain. No, no, the Marriott. The yes, Marina Del yes. Rey Marriott's new club is called Cinder. That's why I had it on the brain, because I'd just been seeing it. Are we still jet-lagged? Can we use it, that as an excuse? I, know, I bet you could. You know, it's, for the first time in my life... You didn't get jet-lagged? No, I did. Oh, you did? I did when I got to L.A. It took me a couple of days. And then I got it when I came back. Last night, I couldn't go to sleep. But it's cedar. Cedar. Like cedar plank, cedar wood, yeah. cedar crafting cedar kitchen wood, in cedar Glen Olden. shakes. And um, it is the fantastic uh, Rich Vittori and Paul DeBona of Pepperoncini in Conchacan. Oh, yes. Great it's, place. Yeah. Their so partner. cedar is in Glen Olden. What's the location again? It is. The actual location is... Hold on, let me get you the address right now. Damn it, Robin. Is there a website or a Twitter? Yes, it Do is. Do I have to look all this stuff up myself? See? Hold on, hold on. Okay, the address is 1061 Cedarwood Road. So it's in, in Cedarwood Road in, in Glen Olden. And it's barcck.com is the... Um, barcck.com. Yeah. 
Antonio, uh, Stephen Danzi on Facebook wants, uh, wants me to inform you that Crown Royale. Crown, it, Crown Royal. Crown Royal, Crown Royale. It's well, it Crown depends Royal on where Steve. you are. They call it a Crown Royale with no, cheese. Steve is Crown Royal. But Steve. it's he, he's in the building. The Crown, Roy, the Crown Royal is in the building. He Tonight wanted, or yes, is he coming right out? Right now. He wanted me to inform you. You no. mean on August 31st he'll be in the building? No, no, no. He said the Crown Royal is in the building tonight. He Here? Talking. Yeah. No, he's drinking it, is what oh, he's saying. Okay. I didn't know which building he was in. Could be in any building. Uh, what don't you f Oh, my goodness understand? gracious. What? Guess who just checked in? Who? Our old friend Carl Kustner. Down in Louisville? Yeah, and he's the one that made that fantastic wine yes, bottle label for you. he's a big wine you. guy and yeah. our good friend down in Louisville, where Luigi was earlier this year. A couple was months I? ago. Yes, I was. No, you were in Nashville. I'm in Nashville. You were in Kentucky. You were in Nashville, Tennessee, yes, not Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville. Carl owns an advertising firm, and he used to check in all the time. He listened to the show, and he was also a big red wine f uh, fan. In fact, we have in our wine cellar, which yeah, is almost we still complete, have it. and we're going to be going live down there in a couple of weeks, Luigi. From the wine cellar? From the wine cellar. We're going to do it from downstairs in the basement? We're going to do it live because we're going to show all the wine. And we have a bottle that Carl put together with a special label, the Into the Night Tony Bruno. Oh, I saw that bottle. one with your, yeah. your silhouette. Yeah, he, he made that. And we it's have a good that job bottle. We saved it. We drank the wine, of course, but we saved the bottle. <laughs> yes. And by the way, speaking of wine, we got to give up love, of course, to our great uh, wine sponsors. The yes, great God. Michael David Winery. We actually threw on the plane because we checked the bag. A bottle of Rapture Cab from 2006 from Michael and Dave. And we got the, uh, we're drinking the, the Earthquake Cabernet. The Earthquake right. Cab. And we brought an Earthquake Zen for our friend Jackie, who's a big wine enthusiast. Yep. And we put away that Rapture at a lovely dinner. So we phenomenal. recommend we recommend any of the Michael and David wines, both red and white. Um, expensive and not so expensive. There's some really affordable, great affordable, Zins. Great I told you, Earthquake Zen, phenomenal. People have asked me about it. I'm not saying this because we know the people. I've been drinking Earthquakes in before I even knew Michael and David existed. Right. They found us. We didn't find them. Exactly. <laughs> and then we had some Freak well, we Show, can... and then we had some uh, Seven Deadlies. Inkblot. Inkblot. Gluttony. Lust. Gluttony. Gluttony's fantastic. Gluttony's phenomenal. Oh, their Those wines are, are great. But, Go to um, MichaelDavidMDWinery.com, and then they have a wine club that's great. And we have some people that have already joined up. a friend yep. of yours. People are saying, I joined their wine club. And people it's are unbelievable. first shipments in September, man. And seriously, like people are amazed at how inexpensive the wines are. Normally, when you join a wine club, you're you expect to pay more than you find them yep. um, in the store. It's actually less, and uh, so it's a really, really great deal. Uh, you don't have to um, obligate yourself to a certain number per month or whatever. That you just do whatever you want, and um, highly recommend that mdwinery.com. Go on there, I'm empty, sign bro. up. And you get fantastic discounts. Oh, we, we crushed the first bottle? We crushed this bottle of Earthquake yeah. Cab already? Well, we had a pizza earlier. That's why. That's why. I only had one glass. No, you so didn't. You and Robin You had wine. one glass, but it was filled up a couple times. Uh, oh, no. I just got the last drop. Oh, man. It's good. I am actually Bastard. going to pass because I'm freaking out about this whole cramping of my calves thing. I'm, I'm downing more water. Drink damn water. I'm telling I, you. I you got to hydrate, Robin. I did. Yes. I've, been I've been hydrating, and I took some potassium pills. What I did is when I moved to California, oh, now it's... 17 years ago, I became dehydrated. I didn't even know it. Really? Because you're going to a different climate. The air is drier. There's no humidity for the most part. And so I developed kidney stones because oh. I wasn't drinking did enough water. You, did you have to pass the stone? Oh, yeah, multiple times. Oh, God, times. man. And no my way. urologist told me, you know, stop drinking iced tea and things like that and just drink a lot of water. And people don't drink enough water. I yell at my mom all the time. You don't realize, you ha especially in hot weather, and especially in dry weather, you have to drink water. You got to hydrate properly, Tony. You're it's damn important, right, man. man. I'm always hydrating. 
And Robin, it's I don't wine think you or water, better. but you got to drink water. I was hydrated. I was the one that was drinking water on the airplane, but but that's on the airplane. You're here now, so you got to rehydrate. Well, this is what happened. I think so. Our poor Mr. Sir Lawrence was neglected while we were gone. Nobody brushed him, and he had major mats going on. So I went outside and I was brushing him because otherwise we would have had. He was like, one nappy headed hoe that cat <laughs> that right yes, now. He was really bad, and so we went. We went outside. He and I together, and I'm brushing and brushing, and, and it, it was it was humid, and I was schwitzing. Schwitzing. I was. I was schwitzing. It really was humid, bad. man. That plane landed last night. The windows were fogged up as soon as we hit the runway. Tell me you're Jewish. It was. The air was so thick. That's incredible, man. It is. But here, you know, in LA, it wasn't. It was beautiful, like 75 degrees and perfect. Yeah, but isn't it like 96% smog out there in, in Well, the smog, but the, but the temperature is very, very nice. You sent me the video of the, uh, of the freeway out there in LA. Dude, that's every seven freeway. lanes of hell, man. I know. I mean, every row you're on in LA. And it, uh, it's actually, since the last time we we're there, they finished the 405 expansion. Seven lanes in each direction, all bumper to bumper. It doesn't matter what road you're on. It doesn't matter what time of day it is. And that's the one thing that I don't miss about California, especially L.A., is the travel. Although I was calm this time. I was driving in seven-lane bumper-to-bumper traffic, two hours to go a couple of miles, and I still wasn't free. You know why? Because I had nothing. I didn't have something to go to. You had nowhere to be. I was just chilling. I was like the most, most of the people, and I was like, dude, hey, man. But. Just traffic, You were just, just existing, Tony. Just That's all traffic, you were. But bro. when we had to, we had an appointment. To Get the hell out of the way. At the, uh, at the radio Get station out. that we Get used out. to work at. We left um, an hour and a half earlier. No, to go two. To two hours. We left two hours before we had to be there, and it was only 22 miles. It's an outrage. And we, it took us an hour and a half to go 22 miles. That's, but it's a dry heat. But, anyway. it's, but it's a dry heat. And it was we yes, left at is. 2 p.m. That's not even rush hour. To be it's there an by outrage. four. To be there by four. And by the way, speaking of Petros and money, we're going to take your calls too. 717-363-TONY is the number. Write it down. 717-363-TONY or 717-363-8669. Correct. So our good buddies Petros and money worked at the radio station AM570 KLAC, the home of your Los Angeles Dodgers, who got you have to they have to be the favorites for the World Series. Would you not I agree? would think so. Yeah. And the, and the Red Sox are up there. I mean, there's some good teams. But the Dodgers have had one of their most incredible years ever. So I was busting their chops about when I was out there and the Phillies played the Dodgers in the 08 World Series. Matt Stairs goes through. Yeah, there were some great, great rivalry games back then. They were not necessarily rivalry, but great playoff co- sure. matchups between the Phillies and Dodgers of that era. And then obviously, after the Phillies won and after 11, it's been downhill for the Phillies. The Dodgers have been up and down, but now they've really locked in. And they're just playing unbelievable yeah, baseball. past couple of years, absolutely. Yeah, unbelievable. Year. I mean, this year, the season they're having this year is one of the most incredible in baseball history. The they're young like guys. six and eight. Because the young guys are great, Tony. Yeah, you're right. No, no doubt about it. And they're doing a lot of this without Clayton Kershaw. I know. And they got you, Darvish, now, and we'll see what happens in the postseason. But it was good to catch up with our friends out there, busting chops. And then, of course, we went into the studio. Let me give you just a taste of the kind of love we get out there. On AM 570 KLAC. Let's go to the tape. Takes a second to load, Tony. Sorry oh, okay. I get it takes a couple seconds to get loaded, <laughs> too. Well, at this time. Exactly. Come on. Come on, man. What are we on? Uh, AOL uh, dial-up? I think that's what it is, Tony. For some reason, it just doesn't want to play right away. Give me a second. We'll play it. This is out in uh, Burbank, California, in the Burbank Studios. Right across the street from the Burbank Studios where they used to do The Tonight Show, but they do a lot of iHeartRadio stuff out there. The mountains are there, right near uh, Universal Studios, 
We didn't get to go to Universal Studios this time, though. But they have a Harry Potter ride there, which I wasn't aware of. I saw the castle from the 101 freeway when we were driving. We didn't go. We used to have an annual pass to Universal Studios Hollywood. But now let's go back to Los Angeles. And you guys, you, you, you were getting there for, for, for free, total free, right? The whole thing no, no, free. we paid for that. Okay. We bought our annual. Because the thing, the thing about Universal, what they did is if you buy a one-day pass for like 60 bucks, you get the whole year free. Dude. Yeah, so I'm saying, why would I just pay one time? I'll get the pass, and if we go back, people come to town. We'll go back, and you can go to the city walk, and it's cool. But that was, you know, back in the day. I don't know what it is I'll now. set it, and that's all you have to do. That's all you do. All right, Tony, I think I have it here. Let's go to the tape now. How come Jim... Who's from- joining oh. us right now in studio? They wrote the book on Sports Talk Radio, and oh. what they did... Oh. Great sports This man's talk. face, well, the silhouette of his bald head was on the cover. So recognizable. A silhouette is enough. That's all it takes. Tony Bruno, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, boys. The champion out of Philadelphia making an L.A. victory lap tour with Miss Robin. It's wonderful to see them both. We Put it up on to... Periscope, Miss Robin. Get it going now. We had to go to West High down in your neck of the woods well, down there. Yeah, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, Miss Robin is a South Bay legend at West High, home of the Warriors, uh, other famous West High alums. Oh. My day, a safety who had a scholarship at Stanford, Jim Yates. Really? Uh, yeah, that was my day. You got Steve Sarkeesian. Of course, Robin went to school with Amy Sarkeesian, who's Steve's uh, older a, sister. A lovely right? lady, and my apologies to her. You have one of the great football controversies in the history of the South Bay when a quarterback by the name of John Walsh made an early high school transfer to Carson High School. Wow. And Walsh ended up uh, left from West to Carson, and he ended up playing at uh, BYU. So how was the reunion? What, what, Miss Robin, was was she uh, out maybe out-kicked or overshadowed by the uh, by Tony Bruno's there were a co- There were actually a couple people that – because everybody had name tags on, right? Right. Because this was like her 30th Did high school. Did you wear year. a name tag? I had to wear Tony a name Bruno. tag. Yeah, and I didn't want to. But then there were guys in there like – Tony Bruno? Yeah. Did Tony Bruno? I said, yes. And then the one guy told me about seeing you over at a bar with your dad and your, your family. Yeah, and I was kids. out drinking myself, yeah. Uh, tell me, Yeah, Miss- my points went up way, oh, way so higher. So you didn't yeah. steal oh, your yeah. thunder? You didn't, like, leave? Oh, being no, like, was wow, fine. I'm used to it. The- I'm used to it by now. But, like, people were like, oh, yay, it's so nice to see you. Oh, my gosh, it's Tony Bruno. It wasn't a yeah. silent ride. Back to the marina. Well, no, just no, no, a no. Silent... It was it was cool. It was very fun. Like thanks for wrecking my. He didn't ruin your moment, huh? <laughs> no. he didn't. Yeah. I didn't steal her thunder, as they say no. in uh, some radio. Well, station. speaking of that, you know who the voice of the bolts <laughs> exactly. is around here, yeah, right? Speaking of thunder, how about that, Tony Bruno? I saw Matt. I saw Matt at the Super Bowl. We see Houston. each other every year. We have an I annual, see, and I never see you, Petros. I see Matt everywhere. You never leave. I am a recluse. You are. I don't like. Going. You still don't like to fly, right? I don't like to fly. I don't like to go places or see people, but. Which is why he's a college football analyst and has to be in a new town every single week. They also have to make 12 money. straight weeks. They also have to make a living. Tony. Two kids. I mean, their kids are beautiful. How old are they now? My children. Uh, I have a, a son who's five and a daughter who turns two on Saturday. Wow. Yeah. So uh, it's very exciting growing up, Tony. Well, you know what happens? I get older and you guys stay the same age. You yeah. guys look younger now like than when I like freshman girls, man. Exactly right, man. So, Tony, what, what's the scuttle? Now, first, you came here representing SMU. I was the only clean shirt I had left because I'm living out of a suitcase. It's, I'm I, actually staying on my friend Johnny's boat down there in the marina. One of my friends who we used to go out on a boat. You're staying on a boat? Staying on a boat in Marina Del Rey. Oh, yeah. I may live on that boat. That's, I may a, just move that's back a real here. burnout lifestyle. I know? is a burnout. I am a burnout now. 
You got to go to that Mexican restaurant right there. By oh, the yeah. Marino. El Torito. Yeah, there you absolutely. Go. <laughs> Knock that out. You know hour, Tony's man. goal <laughs> is to grow out his, his pony, like his hair. He still has hair. He like has a bald Hari on top. Right. No, no, I want to get the gray, long gray, but Oh, yeah, the skullet. You want to get the skullet. Yeah, the skullet. And then braid it in the back. George Carlin. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. I think that's a good, that would be a good look for you, living on the living on the boat. Yeah. But That's what would, his goal. What would yeah, I have to find a shop, go over to Ralph's, get a shopping cart, <laughs> get some bottles, take them over there, get, sure. the, uh, get the, you know, the five cents per bottle. There's a lot of guys like that down there. A lot the of marina. people throwing <laughs> bottles away, man. A lot of people still throwing the bottles away out there in the marina. What, honestly, would Philadelphia do without you, though, Tony? Uh, I they'd mean, survive, I think so, yeah. I don't know. Well, there's no, the sports scene there is by the Dodgers, but not Doyer. Ronnie, do we still have Doyer, Doyer, Doyer? Give me the crickets. Give me the crickets. Yeah. Come on, man. We, um, the Dodger lawyers came down. Yeah, oh, we, no! Uh, you know, I slip one out every once in a while, All right, Tony. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. You but, know what, you though? Know, they, put the, they, put, they put the old kibosh on Doyer hey, a while hey, back. Hey, you know wow. what? Doyer. It's Tony. Isn't Three this a time. Dodger station? It is, which Correct. is why we're not playing it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's kind of weird is <laughs> you found you found the answer to your own By question. By the way, they will, sell, they will sell hot dogs, though, and put carne asada on them and be like, hey, it's a Doyer dog. And I'll be sitting here like, what the hell? But, you know, no, but I got to give up love to Dave Roberts, though, man. What a great job. And give up, speaking of love, Vic the Brick, getting a chance to see him again. Yeah, Vic is here. Yes. Looking good. Ronnie. I mean, everybody. All my friends are still here. To all my friends! <laughs> exactly. So there's nothing happening in Philadelphia that excites you? What about the great, the, yeah, well, got got the great Eagles? Carson Wentz. Yeah, Wentz. Carson Wentz and the Eagles are going to be He's better good. than Jared Goff. I think so. So you it, think so? People are happy? <laughs> Did people laugh at us in L.A. because of Jared Goff? No, not really. They're just glad that uh, they want to see what happens with, with uh, Wentz this year. You know, he looks good, and he's everything Philly doesn't like. You know, he hunts, he fishes, he's a Christian. It's not Philly doesn't like. But when you can play well, they're not going to pick on any of that stuff, you know, being from what North Dakota. What do they Dakota. want him to do? Shooting at people like Marvin Harrison outside his auto mechanic shop? <laughs> what the hell's hey, he supposed to do? That wasn't Philadelphia, was yeah. it? Marvin Harrison was from Philly. Well, yeah, I know. Carson like Wentz from North Dakota. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. What do they want? They want him to be local no, like not, Westbrook no. punching dudes in the head at a bar? No, they okay, love Carson Wentz. And why wouldn't he? I mean, the kid looks like the real deal. And so we'll see. They got some receivers. They just got the the cornerback from uh, Buffalo. Oh yeah, Ronald Darby. Ronald Darby, four three speed. So that you know, who knows? The hey, Cowboys uh, have uh, they're you know what's his face is suspended for six games. That's cause for celebration Ezekiel in Philadelphia, Elliott. right? Ezekiel Elliott. I hear he's going to be reduced to five though, but that's still a lot. Were you guys surprised it was six games? Well, I mean, there's video of him pulling that shirt off that girl. You know, well, he can't true. seem to. Keep himself out of trouble. St. Patrick's so. Day. Yeah. Well, you know St. Patrick's. The videos hey, of me. It's not Mardi Gras. <laughs> you mixed up your you mixed up your holidays here. Z. See, at least when I pulled off shirts of women when I lived here hey in now. L.A. for eleven years, they they asked for it. Look, I mean, I didn't. Well, it, look, it was. A, it let's wasn't be a, fair, Tony. She's wearing a shirt that said "Grab my boob." I'm Irish. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair game. Yeah. It's fair game. Was she then. not? I'm sorry. Was it written in Farsi? I, I didn't. See. I, I never saw the video. All right. Will you hang around for one more segment <laughs> at least? Absolutely. Yes. Miss Robin, will you make? sure he stays here i will i, I missed will the drive down. though up the 405 the 90 to the 405 to the 101 to the 134 and then here from the, the marina loved it. yeah, yeah it, was really, it was really something you enjoyed you really embraced that part of working at night no it was fun we loved coming up here seriously then well we yeah you came with up. a handle of barefoot oh, a chardonnay in one hand and no, and it was never chardonnay it was always no. red wine yeah, well we you guys started red wine friday that's right. And then we continued. And then we it. Never shard. It was all, it was always red, huh? We, always uh, red. We, it was always red. That's it was not a red white, wine. It's not a white wine show. No. No. no it's a vampire That's, show. 
Yeah, we don't do white. Now we have beer. Would we you don't like do Merlot either. We have beer. Would you like? We don't a have beer? any wine. We got beer though. We have, you have craft beer here beer. in the studio. No, it's in the fridge in the oh, back. Oh, okay. You want and, one? And there's bottled water for Matt in there. You too. have Matt bottled? No lime. <laughs> no, no essence of lemon in there. I got a Coors Light in there. It's like water. You <laughs> <laughs> that. Hey, uh, I just called the game, and I have a four-hour radio show. So if there's an ombudsman out there, I'm going to talk yeah. about the water at bottle the of water? stadium. Exactly. Bottle of water, please. By the way, Dave Roberts and the Dodgers. Much love, man. I, I know it's been a long time, and I remember the Phillies and Dodgers back in two and and that whole era when everything was really great for both cities. Uh, that's just a taste of it. You can hear the whole uh, podcast because we were on for like a half an hour. Yeah. It was like our podcast. I did have to take a break, but then we never left. We just kept talking. Then we got into one of my favorite drops that they play all the time. And I didn't even realize it was from the big Lebrowski. No, Lebrowski. I always when he says, my wife. I always thought it was from the yeah. My wife. Right. <laughs> yes. So they play that all the time. Whenever Petros mentions his wife or somebody mentions their wife. We need to find that. We need to put that yeah, in rotation. Yeah, we got to put that in as our tribute. Do you really want me to go into big Lebrowski drops? Yes. The, the, the entire soundboard will be big Lebrowski. No, 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 I know, no, but, no but that one. But, but then he has a collection. Like, we have a collection of it's an outrage and people saying the same right. thing. But they have my wife being said by so many people. Woo! You got a day Wednesday, baby! <laughs> exactly right. That's not my wife, though. No. And then I did them one on the air when I did my, what the hell did I ex-wife. say? Ex-wife. My ex-wife! <laughs> Hello? And then they're, they're going to drop, they're going to take that now and make that a drop. My ex-wife to I'm go along with their, my wife. Tony, something happened while we while we were listening to your to your playback here. What happened? A phone line started lighting up. Let's go to the phones, then, <laughs> damn it. Imagine that. Let's go to the damn phones. All right. Do we have a man who actually plays the tape when he calls and the tape's ready? <laughs> Unlike the tape we play on our show with our own equipment, which is not somebody's tape recorder in their basement. That's not my fault. You asked for it like 10 seconds before the damn show started. You know, but you had it loaded already. I had it and loaded. And you said when we're going to play it, yes. just let me know and give me a couple seconds. Right. And I, hit I gave the, you like 20 seconds I and hit, it never played. I hit the play button. It didn't play. What do you want me to do, man? But don't tell me I just gave it to you. I, we had it ready before the show. Did we not, Robin? <laughs> yes, we did. All you got to do is go to their website. Where do you go if you want to hear that whole podcast, AM570 LA Sports? Um, the, or at Petros and Money Show? All I did was I just... Typed in Petros and Money and... Petros. L-A-M, L-A-A-M 570 Sports. Yeah. L-A-A-M 570 But the better way to do it is just do a Google search for Tony Bruno, Petros and Money, and it'll show up the actual thing. Because if you just go to AM 570, then you're going to get all the different podcasts. Right. You right. Before, before you get the phones, it's just them listening to... to Saying how you guys were taking different roadways to get there, the 90 to the what? You got to be like a calculus freaking major to oh, get anywhere in LA. Roads, the 90 to the 405 to the 115. To no, the, the one, 90 to the 405 to the 101 Hollywood oh, okay. Freeway okay. to the 134, the Correct. Ventura Freeway. Ventura. To Burbank. And then you get off the Burbank, you cut Ventura. off your Slauson, you go past Slauson. But that's an old joke from the Johnny Carson show that nobody would remember. <laughs> Not me. Uh-huh. Anyway, let's go to the phone. So we have Jim from Cheltenham on the line? I don't know. I'm going to go to 215, and let's the last four Jim. digits are 1699. I think let's it's Jim. Let's find out if it's Jim. Is this you, Jim? How you doing, Tony? Hey, hey, Jim. There he is, ladies and gentlemen, the official archivist of the Tony Bruno Show. Let me give a roaring round of applause. We also want to give Nick Pavetta a roaring round of applause. What did he finish with, Tony, on the strikeouts? He had 11 strikeouts, but he gave up three runs and uh, four hits, and they had... The uh, San Diego Padres scored five, had five stolen bases. One of these guys on this team, and nobody can name five Padres, by the way. Can you name five Padres? Austin Hedges, Will uh, Myers, Jose <laughs> Perella. Uh, God, I'm starting to draw a blank now. Uh, Spangenberg. I forget his last, first name. Could be Corey, Corey Spangenberg, I think, or Spangenberg. Some uh, guy named Myers. Uh, Will Myers. Will Myers. 
Will Myers had three stolen bases in one inning. One inning. What would happen to Cameron Ruff's arm? Did it fall off in San Diego? He probably stuck up his ass. Is where it wow. is. He stinks. So the Phillies get swept, and uh, this guy Myers, Will Myers, was you know, an 8 for 31 run. Go ahead, Jim. I'm sorry. You what happened after the game today? They sent him back to the minor leagues after that game. They sent, uh, they sent the kid Nick Pavetta back to the minors? Yes, for some reason. I don't well, know. It, we're in the middle of a tank here, Jim. You have to understand something, okay? <laughs> Guy had 11 strikes. He had he struck out 10 of I think 10 of the nine of the first 10 batters he struck out, and he had 11 strikeouts in five just over five innings. Let's send him down there because you know he may win a game. Slow two, down. Yeah. We don't want to win this Slow thing. Slow your okay? roll, bro. Go back down to Scranton or wherever the hell they play. Well, that's the Yankees team now. They goes down to Lehigh Valley in Allentown, where they're still tearing all the factories down. So they sent him down. Huh? Who'd they bring up instead? I don't know. I didn't hear that. Well, I know it's now after the game. They're sending them down. They announce who's coming up. It's an outrage. It's an absolute outrage. Uh, well, Tony, it's been, the last two weeks have been pretty tough. Um, losing Darren Dole and uh, your good friend um, and great entertainer. Oh, and, and, and Glenn Campbell and then Don Baylor Glenn died Campbell, last week. I mean, what a week it was. And our, well, I went back to the archives. Remember, he made, a, he made an appearance on End of the Night. The great Glenn Campbell? It was on the end of the night show, remember that? Yeah, you have tape of that? Yeah. Oh, I was looking for tape. I said, you know, it's a shame we had Glenn well, I Campbell. Gave, well, I gave you the tape. It's on the, you remember the tape? Is it I on one of the, the DVDs? Of the, the shows. Oh, damn. You know what? I can't find those now the because CD, my heart had the yeah. CD. It, wait, Jim, is, it, is this the same CD you gave me? Jim well, gave us so many CDs. Wait, but is this the same no, this CD? Is, well, that, well, I think it's one disc. Like one I gave Tony was on two discs. It's the first disc okay. and the second track. We should have just called you to begin track. with. Because, because he, gave me, he gave me a CD when we were doing the Redis. Yeah, that's the one disc. Well, I didn't put it on the one disc, but on the two disc one, I put it on there. I, I don't get the two disc okay, set? Okay, well, let's listen to it. I got it upstairs. Help, I, I will have to pull it down. But now, this is Glenn I got, Campbell. I got, a small minute, I got a small one minute clip from that interview. Okay, great. Because uh, you know, last week I was saying we were, we were yeah. away, obviously. Saying, you know, it's a shame when Whatever Glenn Campbell died. More than half of our stuff is still in, in, in storage. storage so. so I could I could have played that you yeah. know, that interview, the whole Glenn Campbell interview, which I did a couple of years ago. And but ladies and gentlemen, the great Jim from Cheltenham, the official archivist of the Tony Bruno career, has a taste of it, Glenn it Campbell. Like, it was it was the in the night show. The funny thing is he was you were surprised because you went to the Westwood Wind Studios. I think you at that time you did the in the night show from Westwood One. Yeah, we were in Culver City then. And the boss from Westwood One came in. Boss from Westwood One came in. We got a surprise. Guess who's here tonight? Glenn Campbell. When I'm on the show, he said, yes, I love that. I'm on the yeah, exactly. He wasn't booked show. to be on the show. He was in the studio because Westwood One had a bunch of different shows. Dr. Drew had a show there yep. with Adam Carolla. And I think that that's where he was. Was, th- on was the he Dr. on with the Loveline yeah. show? And then Glenn Campbell's uh, his, one, his, his PR guy and the Westwood One guy comes in and says, hey, you want Glenn Campbell on the show? I said, hell yeah. <laughs> so Glenn Campbell yeah, came into the studio <laughs> and we put him on and Jim has a clip. Let's go to the tape. He, show, he showed up with his, I think, his daughter's a guitar. Yeah. We, we, he, he, he sat and in the studio. A yeah. clip. That's incredible, man. Here's a minute clip of that, of that interview. All right, beautiful. <laughs> Do people ask you, like, what's your favorite, what's your, uh, your favorite Glenn Campbell song that you sing, of all your hits that you've had? Uh, I think the chord progression lyrics and, uh, and, and, and melody line would be probably Wichita Lineman. That's my favorite. See, I, I asked the guys in there, I said, 
You know, I, all the Glenn Campbell songs, but Wichita Lineman's my favorite song. Now everybody plays Rhinestone Cowboy. Do we have a little Wichita Lineman? Give me some Wichita Lineman. I am a lineman for the Great county. Oh, yeah, Jimmy Webb. Great writer. Absolutely. So this is your favorite, huh? They do a little live uh, accompaniment. Can you sing along? <laughs> yeah. And the Wichita lineman is still on the line. Great song. One of my favorites. It's my favorite, Greg Campbell. Oh, thank you. Wow. I'm tearing up. There you go, Tony. I'm tearing up, Jim. That's I remember awesome. that like it was yesterday. Yeah. And then when he when he started playing, when I asked him to start playing along, because you know people don't know this. I mean, it's not not everybody doesn't know this, but a lot of people do. Glenn Campbell is not just a great singer. The guy was an unbelievable yeah. guitarist. He was world class. And that particular visit, I I was actually in studio because I was doing some voices for you, but I hadn't officially started with the end of the night show. Right. I was actually doing voices, so I I was just lucky enough that I happened to be there that night. And it was right after or, or shortly after he had gone through the whole arrest in um, Arizona. And people were all up in arms because they accused him of drinking and all that. But they didn't realize that his Alzheimer's had already started yes. affecting him. Now, we did not really see any of it that night. but um, well, You can hear it a little bit. He was a little slower. Yeah, he was a little bit slower. And, but, but the bottom line is, you know, we knew we had Alzheimer's, right. and it took. That was 2008, I believe. That interview, yeah. right? Yep, it was like. And that was Fe February. No, two thousand February 2009. February yeah. of 2009. So it was that was very early stages of his Alzheimer and the battle that he fought for so many years until it took his life a little over a week ago. But that yeah. that's one of those you know rare moments that I'm so fortunate that. Being out in L.A. and, you know, having people like Glenn Campbell coming into the studio. I mean, it doesn't happen everywhere. You know, it happens in New York or L.A. And he was so gracious and so nice. Yeah. And it was an honor. And I took yeah. a picture with him and yep. I posted it right after he died because I remember that night so vividly. And the fact that he had his daughter's guitar and was actually playing along to the song. Mm -hmm. incredible. That was awesome, man. That was just awesome, Jim. I'm so glad you have that. I'm going to find the whole interview. And one of these weeks. Well, uh, I have the, oh, that, on, that tape, on that tape, you can find it. All eight minutes of the interview is... Incomplete. It was a complete date. No, I know you have it. Uh, I'm going to find that. I got to find the DVD because Jim's given me so many DVDs right. and I have them all. Well, they're all in storage. Well, this one is the best. Well, this is the best of the end of the night show. It'll say from 2008 to 2011. Wow. Two disc. Jim, that I cannot thank you enough disc. for digging that out. Second Seriously, track. that was. That's uh, phenomenal. Thank you so much. If you can't find. It, I'll send you another one. All right, no, we have it. I'll if find you can't it. Can't find. It, I'll send you another one. I have to go through all my divorce papers to find it, though. It's buried in there somewhere. <laughs> With all my other bills and uh, receipts and uh, proof that I'm not that I'm not hiding a million dollars, allegedly. God, I wish you were. <laughs> I wish I was hiding a million dollars. Because if I was hiding a million dollars, it would be unhidden in a hurry. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Yeah, I can, I can see Tony Spender. Come on with the six. You know Come on with the six. Shoot the two. Shoot the two. <laughs> That was great stuff, Jim. Thank you so much for reminding me. I got to go find that disc now tonight. You know, we got to do one. I, I, has Jim ever invited you to his place? No. 
Jim, you got to invite Tony to come over and listen to some of this stuff, man. I have it all. He sends it to me all. Well, send it back. <laughs> okay, so it's not I, like Jim has like a studio in his basement. No, but he's—I mean, he's got to have a place for this stuff. It's not all like it's this. Jim, you have like a whole room full, like reel to reel, do you? I would love to see what. No, I, I, I basically edit down everything. I edit down most of the stuff I've got. You know, in CDs you can. CDs don't take much. Oh yeah, Jim, I'm looking for a producer for my show. <laughs> yeah, hey, Jim, Jim, seriously. Can you do some, edit, some editing for Luigi? Because every time I throw something at him with 10 minutes, he like does. He, he explains like he thinks the world's gonna come. No, to I, I absolutely do not. Damn I, it! I have it ready for it. It's not my fault that I tried to pull something to show off the internet, press play, and it didn't work. Damn it! Jim, do Jim you, you have better equipment than we do. Jim, well, do that's, you no have a, <laughs> that's not a lie. Jim, do you have a room where you just store all this stuff? Is it like do you have like a huge library? Well, like I said, I, I, I hear – most of the time I'll listen to Tony's whole show, and I hear something I like. I just take that stuff out. If there's five, six, seven, eight minutes out, I'll take it out, and I'll put it on the side. Then after the calendar year is over, I make the best of Bruno 2015, 2016, 2017, whatever it is. You're but awesome. you record most of it on cassette, right? You don't, you don't have like these – you don't have like a room full of uh, 12-inch – Discs turning, or you know, big reel-to-reel tapes, and all these computers no, no, and I, things I, going. I, it's easy because everything is taped now on the internet, so right. I just take what I want. I, I, if I hear something I really like or a great interview, I'll keep it. You know? See, but back in the day, you were taping stuff on cassettes, listening to radio, like I used to make it mixtapes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that was well, yeah, yeah. But now it's easier, right? It's all on the internet. All the shows are now streamed, mm-hmm. so you can go back and listen to it if you want to find something. Except, you know, I don't have any of that right. stuff from back. I don't have my 9-11 well, show, my George you, Carlin. I wish you had the George Carlin. Um, do you ever check out WFIL, Famous56.com? Yes. There's a lot of stuff on me doing news right and now, sports they, and stuff, but there, I don't have any of my they music just found stuff. Something of you, they just found a uh, cassette you were doing like in 1975. They just released on the, uh, on the website. Oh, they did? Oh, they did? We did not know this. It's a cassette that was never heard on the air. Remember that commercial? It was called Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yes, like a yes, motor yes. It was Atco, Atco like Motor Speedway in Jersey. Atco, Atco, Sunday. They have those all over the country. They all have these drag Sunday, strips. Sunday, 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 Sunday. Big Daddy Don Garland, Shirley Chacha Muldowney, and all those other great things. <laughs> Chacha Muldowney. Remember Shirley Chacha Muldowney? No. She, was the la- she was the first lady of dragsters, yes. man. She was the greatest female dragster of all time. And I'm not talking about drag queens. I'm was, talking about dragsters. Okay, I was making sure. I know a lot of the famous drag queens of all time, too. I'm just making sure. All right. Oh. When the engineers found a cassette that was done, like, for a joke more or anything else, it was never played on the air, and they just found it, and they released it on their website. Am I on there? Well, the cassette you, you and the, uh, one of the engineers or one of the people that worked at WFL, that Tom Young guy, 1975, they found it and they just released it on their website, the first page of their website. All right, I got to find that stuff, man. I'm you one of those guys. I don't website, have any of this stuff. Famous56.com. I've got, what is it, Famous56.com? Famous56.com. Beautiful. That's where all the stuff they, if, if found or somebody sends in to them, they put them on that website. I got cassettes all over the place. I got boxes of tapes I have to go through yet. I've got reel-to-reels. I know there's got to be stuff on there for my career. I just have to go through it, and I haven't had time to do it, even though I've been unemployed for two years. Here it is. Remember all of the loud drag racing commercials of the 1960s and 70s? 
won back in August 1975, Tony Bruno, Joel Denver, and engineer Joe Gallagher decided to have a little fun on the radio and make their own version of a drag racing spot. Oh, do we have it? It's here. I'll have to. I'll have to, uh, Luigi pull it up. Oh, we got to play that. Thanks for bringing us up to date. That shows you how much I pay attention to. I didn't want to play it because I didn't want to get trouble with the website. I didn't. No, they will. I would. I would. They're not going to give us trouble. I'm on the damn tape. It's your tape, huh? I made the tape. Guess what? I give you consent. <laughs> okay, there you go. What the hell, man? <laughs> People are chiming into this. They're saying for some reason that the, the phone lines are busy. I only got a couple calls on here. It's kind of odd, man. Well, we got to check that out. But yeah. thanks for thanks for the update on that. We never really check. I never check on my stuff anymore. Because you know, I'm always on the internet looking for more stuff, Tony. I, mean, I try to look. Find I'm more. on the internet well, I mean, looking for more it? stuff too, but it's not tapes of my career. Well, you know what, Jim? I, I'm going to make sure to put you on the same payroll that uh, that Luigi is on, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll keep him more informed. <laughs> Did you hear that okay, laugh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta get that. Jim, you're the best, up. man. You are the greatest. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Jim. Good stuff. I, I had like three clips I could have played tonight. That's the one I picked. Yeah, that's great. I'm glad you did. Because I found some WF. I had the junk. Um, I had some other clips, Darren Dawn clip. I thought I'd play that some other time. All right, yeah, we'll do it next week. Let's do it next week. Yeah, it's still but, a little yeah. too raw. Okay. Exactly. Okay, okay guys. Take Thank care. you so much, Jim. There he is, the great Jim from Cheltenham, the official art. And when I say the official archivist, I, I don't know how he does it. I don't either. I'm well, serious. now you hear how he does it. He goes on the internet and pulls stuff from uh, from streams. Okay, so Luigi, I just sent you the link. You did send me the link, can... but I want to try to see if this if, if I can get to this other call. Let's go to another call. Yeah, and for then some we'll get reason, to... again, they're, they're saying the phone lines are busy for Blog Talk, which is strange. I only have one caller on the air here, but uh, let me, I'm trying to put them on see what happens. Let's um, go to the phones. Again, I have no call screener, so I'm going to go 513 is the area code. Where's 513? I don't know. 413 is the first three digits. This is, you know, you're Where's on the 513, Robin? I don't know. I don't know where any of the Philadelphia area codes are anymore, let alone out of, out of town and out of the state. A caller, you're on the air. Isn't that Oregon or something like that? Let is that Oregon? Uh, that's Ohio. No, it's uh, Cincinnati. Oh, it's Ohio. Cincinnati. It's AJ, AJ in Cincinnati. What's up, Bruno? How What's did up, I not know? What up, Luigi? What up? Up? Shout out. To Jose in Norristown, PA. What up? What up? That's another thing we did on the Petros and Money show. The what show. up it? We did the whole what up. We started taking phone calls, and Petros and Money were yelling at callers for not doing the entire roll call and get, saying what up to everybody in the studio, including Ronnie Fascio, the board op, and the producer at that time, who was not Tim Cates because he was off that day. What up? What's going on out there, man? Uh, nothing much. Uh, just uh, living the dream. Uh, you know, still on cloud nine. Uh, my birthday week. Yeah, yesterday was my 34th birthday. Started off on Sunday night. You know, seeing Bruno Mars live in Indianapolis. Oh my God, his show was amazing. And then I went to the Gentlemen's Club about 10 miles outside of downtown. And he got uh, two beautiful chicks at the same time in the VIP. Oh, uh, two chicks at the same uh, time, man. So your birthday was yesterday. So you do so, so. Robin does that too. I never did that stuff. That's a more common thing now. What's that? Tony? Birthday Tony? weeks. It's not like just your birthday. My birthday's November thirtieth. I started like they do with pumpkin spice. All right, it's out in August. I'm, I'm already rolling through. See, I don't, but see, AJ said his birthday was yesterday, but he started it on Sunday night. That's all right. By going to see Bruno Mars in Indianapolis. He he got, he what he did was he planned his birthday around events, and that's what you there's do. There's nothing man. wrong with that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying that's more common nowadays than it used to be. Well, and it's not so much that it's a birthday week. It's that you don't 
oftentimes, like, especially if you're working and your schedule doesn't coincide with your birthday Correct. day, then you're like, ah, you know, we'll just do count the entire week and celebrate it when you can. Yeah, but people take days off from their work now for birthdays. I never I took a day off for my birthday. No, me no, I Who the hell would take their day? You do, you do take off from work for your birthday? No, absolutely. Oh, I didn't. No, I worked yesterday on my birthday, unfortunately, because the cr- company I work for, uh, the Kroger Co., who owns uh, Turkey Turkey Hill, Mini Marts, and D- Dairy, it's our quarter close. So only day I could really take off was Monday. I wanted to take off that Tuesday to go to Cleveland and see him play live there, but uh, the schedule I didn't want to you know mess up my schedule and save my vacation days down the road because I'm taking a couple trips you know. And uh, later on, you know, this late summer and uh, fall, uh, Louisville. Oh, good you for know, you. He's getting married soon. And then, in, and then I'll be in Vegas in three weeks from tonight to, oh, you know, get ready for, you know, week one in the NFL season and, you know, watch a little college football. That will be their sec- second week of the year. Well, Ken Cage checks in and says he picked the wrong Bruno to go see. Oh. That's right. He should have came down to see, see us, man. <laughs> NFL. That's what's the open? How many days away from the actual opener now? Twenty-two days, my man. Three weeks from tomorrow day. Kansas City, New England, get it started. Oh. Thursday night football, man. Andy Reid, the Grand Pumpkin. I'll be leading you into that game, Tony. How you about know? that? Yeah, man. I'm doing it Thursday night. I'm doing it live. Doing brother. it live, baby. We'll do it live. Tom Brady gonna put a hurt in. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm I'm spelling, you know, right now. I'm leaning towards New England minus the seven. I'm going to put some money down on uh, New England co- covering the seven points, unless you know a major injury happens from now until twenty-two. From now until twenty-two days. So that is it. That game is in Foxborough, right? It's not in Kansas City, right? Right. It's in Foxborough because yeah. New England won the Super Bowl. Correct. I would have loved the rematch of you know Super Bowl fifty-one, but Atlanta got their wish and said, "All right." We'll have that game later in the season at New England. That will be, I think, either week six or seven on Sunday night in October because I, because Carolina complained like little babies because they had to play the opener against Denver uh, on last year's start to open the season. Even though they had 10 days, they would get off after that you know, opening game in the NFL. You know what that is, don't you? It's an outrage. they got to start tearing more statues down there in Carolina. They should. Worrying about the schedule. What's down there in Carolina we could tear down? Everything. Is there like a Rob Brindamore statue from uh, the Hurricane? No, no, there's no Rob. <laughs> That's the wrong state, man. Oh, no, he's with the Car- Carolina Hurricane. You, you, you want a couple of them, I know. Man. Come on, bro. I'm getting the states confused now. Think of the Durham. Where they tore down the statue. Are you tearing any statues <laughs> down in Cincinnati, by the way? <laughs> no, I uh, just got one more uh, quick comment. Uh, Joey Votto, man, he's having a great year. He's doing better than his MVP season. This is just too bad that the Reds, know. you know, been stinking. You know, they've had a terrible, you know, slide after they got after a Stewart's four home run game in early June. They've lost. I think they've lost. I forget what, like forty out of their last sixty something games. It's been t- terrible. But Joey Votto has this, you know, streak of you know, get on base twice or more in 20 straight games. Impressive. And he's like one away from tying Ted Williams' record for reaching base in twice or more in 21 straight games. That's like unbelievable. It's just too bad. It's not getting – well, I know, you know, some of it's getting covered by ESPN and MLB, but unfortunately the Reds are 20 games under 500. Right. That, that's what happens when, you, when you're doing something like that. on such a monumental feat. If your team stinks – Nobody cares. That's that's the problem. You're right. That's the problem. It's funny too because you, you mentioned Votto, and I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it, 
And I was kind of aware of what he was doing. AJ just kind of brought the light about how the length of the streak and, you know, getting up there with Ted Williams is that Votto is one of those guys, Tone, that I always thought that, like, w- w- you know, when did they do him a favor and trade him? Seriously, like, when did they do him a favor and trade him? I know. That's just another guy just, just wasting, wasting, well, just, just wasting his career, just wasting it away in Cincinnati. Put up a bunch of hollow numbers that don't mean anything. Well, they really they mean, they mean they don't something. Mean they don't win anything, but That's he's right, still, yeah, still his career. But they don't mean anything. So Barry Bonds, a lot of his numbers where he didn't agree, win anything, man. they don't mean anything? No, Tony, but at least he had a chance to contend for stuff. He's dying out there in Cincinnati, man. The yeah, Reds haven't been... The pro- God, I'm sorry, AJ. But here's the problem, Luigi. He's still owed $150 million which, over the next six years. Which is a bargain. And, of course, what? no team's going to want to pick up that contra- contract. I pay, and I, the Reds are so cheap. I, it, it pisses me off as a Cincinnati sports fan that both the Bengals and the Reds are so cheap that they don't want to pick up contracts or you so, know, give so, the players the money that they're you know, have on their contract. So me being a Phillies fan, I'd rather give, personally, I'd rather give Joey Votto $160 million over the next several, what is it, five years, as opposed to giving Giancarlo Stanton $30 million for the next 10. So, yeah, teams would buy. I don't know about teams that. Teams would buy. I mean, Very well, few teams a, would a buy. player like Joey Votto at for five years for $160 million, whatever, whatever's left on his contract, is a bargain Considering what the money's going to be. 150 gonna, over six. Yeah, 150 over six. That's 25 a, per year. That's a bargain compared to what's going to be happening soon, Tony. I'm for, not saying that 20. I'm never going to say $25 million a year for a ball no, player is it's, a bargain. But, uh, compared to what guys are getting now is what I'm saying. Like, I, would, you, would you. All right. If you're the Phillies right now, you got to pay either Giancarlo Stanton 30 to 35 a year for the next 10 years or Joey Votto right now straight up for the trade. What's left in his contract? Player for player, who are you taking? Well, of course I'm going to take. Giancarlo Stanton. You're going to take Stanton, really? Absolutely. Votto gets on base more, more average. The power in, the, in this park wouldn't matter. It doesn't matter how far the ball goes as long as it goes over the fence, right? Yeah. I'm taking Joey Votto. All day, every day, hands down, and for yeah, half the money. At, and for half the money. But you got to look at Votto's age. That's the key. Votto turns 34. Yeah, exactly. September, I think Giancarlo is still, still not even 30, I want to say. So, exactly. you're, so, you'll get, so you'll get what? You'll get three years out of Votto? People go crazy when a guy's 32 in baseball, and then you want a guy 34 for another five years? He's 34, but what I'm saying is, yeah, but he, you can, if you sign Giancarlo Stanton, you're not going to get They're not going to sign Giancarlo Stanton What I'm just here. saying, though, this is just for fun. I'm just okay. saying, for, for 10 years, you're not, do stuff for fun, you're except, not going to you know, get 10 years of production at a, at a, at a Giancarlo Stanton. You're not going to get the same production you did in year eight as you did in year two. What I'm saying is with a guy like Votto, even though he's got five years left and he's 34 years old, you're not going to get the best at 39, but you're still going to get three years of decent, of very, very good baseball out of him. He's better than anything. I'm not you paying have. a guy, 34 year old guy, 25 million dollars a year. You're not paying a 35 year old guy anything right now, so you know it just goes to show. It's ridiculous. All right, AJ, we'll continue to celebrate your birthday. All Don't right, worry guys, about all that crap. Guys. All Happy right, man, be careful life. out there. Oh. There he is. This man travels. This man enjoys the good life. Don't worry about all this other crap about Joey Votto's contract. It was, just birthday. it was just something I thought about, Tony. That's all. I'm sorry. We got not w- think too much about that crap, man. Uh, we had a couple cars, and they just dropped. But we got to go to break anyway, so we got to go well, to before break. Before we go to break, I just want to show something, because some people have uh, lived through our uh, basement remodel with us. Yes. And one of the things that suffered, other than our hands and our backs and our knees and our sanity were a pair of my shoes. And people have seen the progression of these shoes. Do we have a picture now? Progression. Oh, we're going to do I wanted to take a picture. I put them there because I wanted to do a great little meme. A meme? <laughs> a meme? <laughs> so these are Robin's old shoes. Remember these? 
These are Robin's on, original. Gotcha, gotcha. Let me let me get the close up here. Now these were not like Dutch clogs. Did you have real wooden no, no, no. Dutch these, clogs? These were these were good. They used to be my traveling shoes because they're easy to go. And and over the last year. But they're like Dockers, right? Yeah, they're Dockers clogs. And over the uh, the last year, I didn't. And people were like, "Why don't you just buy a pair, new pair?" Well, I wanted these to last through the remodel. Yes. And they hung in there with some help from duct tape. Yes, duct tape fixes everything. Damn right it does. And and I mean they 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 really they they were really really going. You can save those though and go out as Debo this Halloween again. They're coming back. <laughs> what is Debo? Debo, they're making a comeback. I think. Gotta whip it, Tony. You gotta whip it real good. Just like Obamacare. Repeal and replace. <laughs> so she's gonna repeal. repeal those old shoes and she's replacing them with these. I love it. I finally, look at those things. Finally. Are they Dockers too? No, Robin, these, why do they look like pediatrics, man? These they are, do. These are Dansco. 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 Or the P- Dansco. Dansco. These are. Are these used? Or did you wear them already? I wore them once. Oh, I was gonna say I don't buy used shoes. You don't buy used underwear. And you don't buy used no, shoes. Let me feel no, it. you can you can buy used as long as you look at the bottom and make sure. Let me feel no, the no, I'm putting my feet I in some stinky one. shoe okay. from some other dirt bag out there. Oh, this is beautiful. What is this velvet? No, they're uh, canvas. It's nice. Canvas. So, ladies and gentlemen, I buy a new pair of shoes every. That's a hell of a heel. I buy a new pair of shoes every like ten years. No, these are good because they. If you um, do they have orthotics in there? They're orthotics. They're good for your arches, and if you step on a nail, it yeah, won't I said, go I through. said pediatric. I meant orthotic. Orthotic. I meant orthopedic. Damn right. Tony, we have one more phone call. You want to take it before the break? Or you want to let them hang? No, let's take it before. We'll take the it damn before break. the break. We right. control the horizontal and the vertical, like they did on the Twilight Zone. All right. Again, no call screen. So it's three one seven nine hundred. Three one seven nine hundred. I'm You're sorry. It's the outer limits. Before people correct me, gotcha. the outer limits was the show that said we control the horizontal. We will control the vertical. I hate. I always control the vertical. Oh, you're on the air. Hello. Hey, Tony, what's going on? It's Caleb from Indianapolis here. What's going on out there? Are you ready for the Super Bowl yet? Ready for the Super Bowl? Tony, we don't even know if Andrew Luck will ever play another game. So on that level, we're not ready for anything. We're ready for the next Final Four, though, Tony Bruno. Exactly That's right. That's what we are ready you for. You said here. Minneapolis, right? Indianapolis. Oh, man. Indianapolis. I thought you said Minneapolis because that's where the Super Bowl is going to be. You're in Naptown, baby. Naptown. Oh, yeah, the 317 represent here, Tony Bruno. Beautiful, man. I love Naptown. I have not been yet. I need to go. Oh, it's the great thing. I'd go for a nap, to be honest with you. <laughs> kind well, of yeah, nap- well, that's, uh, that was the old joke because there was uh, only a few stoplights in downtown Indianapolis and then uh, in the when Pan Am games happen, that's a whole other story for another day. And but it's the Circle City, again. you know. People don't realize right. you go to Indianapolis, just keep going around and around and around the circle. Well, yeah, you've been there. You like Indianapolis. But I used to call into your show, Tony. So I know. I remember. Years ago when I was a kid. I would go to, I, we, we did a lot of remotes at Indianapolis. The Chalkies. We've been to the 500. Final, how many Final Fours there in Naptown? Talk about playoffs? Yeah. I wasn't there for Jim Mora yeah, in the playoff rant. Jim Mora. Exactly. I was there when the RCA Dome opened and when it closed. You were there at the RCA <laughs> you were there Dome. For the open and close of the yes. RCA Dome? There was the RCA Dome before it became That's uh, impressive, no, Tony. The Luke Oil Stadium. Where, where they have the really famous uh, restaurant with a with a big shrimp. Yeah. That's that's a St. Elmo Steak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have the uh, See, I could give you a roaring round of applause on that. That's oh, good come stuff. on, man. I'm a St. Elmo regular. Okay, can I tell you? 
we were we were in Dallas for the Super Bowl, and Indianapolis was the next year, and right. they had a lot of the taste of the Super Bowl. Yeah, so they do that every year. The ne- the city that hosts the next Super Bowl comes to the current one, and then like the mayor shows up. So the mayor of Indianapolis knew who I was, and right? He, and he, he was told you he the, was going to give you the key to the key city. Key to the city. The um, owner of St. Elmo's was there, and, and he, he was, was so putting excited. out those gigantic shrimp cocktails. Now, oh, I man. had never, I have never been to Indianapolis. I never knew what the uh, the shrimp cocktail was like at this particular restaurant, St. Elmo's. St. Elmo's, and so I love St. Elmo's. Not St. Elmo's Fire, of course. No. St. Elmo's. Steakhouse. I love shrimp cocktail. So Tony Bruno, your picture is still up at that St. Elmo's. Place. Is it still there? Yeah. Really? Come Your on, man. I'm huge in that there. town, man. <laughs> Chalkies yeah. out there. I'm all over the place, I man. did not know that the cocktail sauce is pretty much 95% horseradish. And so I took a big old dip oh, of it. Oh, it's actually a thing here. Yeah. I did not oh, know this. Oh, a big this. horseradish guy. He uses his medicine oh, when you got this stuff nose. Holy guacamole, Batman. I, my, <laughs> I, mean, I took a big old <laughs> scoop of it, and my nose started running, and my eyes were watering, and I was, I was in pain. I was in pain. Tony was laughing at me. It was, yeah, it was hysterical. See, I, I, had the, I, had the, I have had the trip cocktail over at Morton's several times. And the one time when, Rick, when Patino came in, that was pretty good. And they have a pretty impressive shrimp cocktail thing. But from what I hear about this... Oh, the no, no. shrimp cocktail these, is these the greatest sh- on earth. Oh, Luigi, you can't compare it, man. I'm, I've never been to St. Elmo's. I've been the to Morton's. I'm just, huge, the shrimp are like lobster. They're gigantic. Oh, they're huge. And this is yeah. the middle of the country oh. we're talking about. It's hard this to get that stuff. This right. isn't in New Orleans where the shrimp's coming right <laughs> off the dock. <laughs> you gotta, you got to go out and farm this stuff out, man. Exactly, man. <laughs> Exactly. They're not, then, they're not getting them out of the Mississippi River, I'll tell you, know you that. And what was the biggest disappointment is we didn't get to go to Indianapolis. I know. Because that was right when your contract ended, and then we ended up coming to Philadelphia, and they didn't send you to the Super Bowl. I know. That was one of the rare ones I missed. Yeah. It was an outrage. Outrage. It's an outrage. Damn right it really is. We were didn't make it out to the Super Bowl here, Tony. No, we it's weren't at that Super Bowl. in the middle of, uh, middle of winter. Now, I know. I didn't get to go through all the, the walkways across the, so I didn't have to go outside that, that they built in downtown Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool-looking little area down there. Oh, it's great. I love Indy. Love it out there. And I go to Steak and Shake it all is. the time. Got to go to a Steak and Shake at least two or three it's times great. while you're I out actually, there. Uh, I, I missed it a little bit. I was actually, uh, not to humble brag here or anything, but I was actually uh, at your uh, old studios. I interned for Fox Sports over the summer out in Los Angeles. Uh, Sherman Oaks, not the Burbank location. Okay, and I yeah. met your old producer and befriended your old producer, John Ramos. Oh, really? We oh, beautiful, Johnny. man. Yeah, yeah, we didn't go to Sherman Oaks. We no. went to uh, we went to Burbank where they're back again. Because right. when I worked there, I started in Sherman Oaks. Uh, no, no, I started at Sherman Oaks at Sepulveda Ventura, which is still there. It used to be a Denny's, and you can you see it. You actually designed the studio. I actually helped design that studio, the street-level studios, when they brought me out there and hired me. Uh, and then six months later, the studios were done. But they brought me out to design them, help them design what did I want. And then, then, we went to, then I, when I went to work for DirecTV, we went to Culver City and did the show from there. And then we went to Burbank oh, and wow. did the show from there. And then we wound up back in Sherman Oaks. Again, so, and I actually worked, there was this time when I worked in, in um, Koreatown. The studios were there for a couple of months when I was in L.A. Oh, wow. So was, and then I worked in Santa Monica at another Korea studio. Town. The Santa Monica studios where Sporting News was, right next to the Santa Monica airport. I was everywhere in L.A., man. Wow. You were. But you were there. You were Fight so with so good being back there, right? And seeing all the old cronies. Oh, absolutely. No, I, I, I a lot of great friends, guy. man. I had... That, you know, those were 11 great years of my career out there in L.A. They really were. It was a great stretch. Uh, you know, I got to move and start another network. 
I was toting my pack. I've been everywhere, man. <laughs> you know where I've been? <laughs> when along came a semi with a high-end canvas-covered load. I got to do it for you, Tony. But you you named every damn place in the damn country. You got to hear Johnny now. And so I climbed into the cab, and then I settled down inside. What happened next, Johnny? He asked me if I'd seen a road with so much dust and sand, and I said, Listen, listen, man. I've you know traveled what? every road in this here land. <laughs> Everybody now. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert's bare, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. <laughs> so the Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota, Wichita, Tulsa, Ottawa, Oklahoma, Tampa, Panama, Madawa, Every time the fact, yeah. Every exactly. time I hear you talk about something, Tony, I know, you that you, because you mentioned every damn place you've been in between to get to that place. That's I why. I know. What it's you impressive, are? man. It's. Funny. I'm not even on Adderall. That's the best part of this. <laughs> I just still remember this crap. I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> well, we definitely need to go out to Indianapolis. I know. I got to get out there, man. We are owed a visit. Damn right. Is it still the same mayor? I don't know. Uh, no. Another guy. When did they have an election? I know they have elections every year. I don't know when the mayoral election occurred. Spare me the phony outrage. Exactly right. <laughs> I think it's every two or four years. Isn't it no, it's every four years for mayors. But I don't know if the mayor that we met in Indianapolis was... Uh, had served multiple terms, or whether it was his first term and he didn't get reelected. I don't really follow local politics that much. Yeah. What year did you come here, Tony Bruno? What was the last year? You the got last here? time I was there, well, it had to be for a Final Four, and I remember there were like I was with Mark Willard, and we were working at Sporting News, and we went out there. Is that what? No, was that is that the last Final Four there? Uh, let me look it up. Well, no, no, no. Probably the last Final Four you were at there. Because I think the last one was 20... Remember, you had the Gordon Hayward, 2010. Yeah, no, that's... I was there in 2000... No, I was there in 2010, for sure. I'm saying... uh, Because I know... Oh, you were. I had to be at the Final Four, Robin. Nope. Nope. Nothing. We did not go to any Final Four... You haven't been since I started working with you, which was in 2009. Then it must have been 06, then. Because I remember being out there. I remember going to this great, not St. Elmo's. I, went, I, I ran into my nephew in a really great restaurant out there. We are having dinner, and, I, and that, it had to be 2006 then. Wow, it's been a long time. Now, I've been to the you Derby. I, I've been to the Derby, which is right next. A lot, of the, you know, a lot of the folks in Indy make that short jaunt over there to Louisville and go to the Kentucky Derby, and that's like a regular annual thing. You realize that, right, Luigi? People in Indianapolis... Go, or not very far from Louisville, Kentucky, so they go there for the Kentucky Derby. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Now, have you been to the Derby from there? I have not, and it's. I feel ashamed because it's a short drive. I think from where I'm sitting right now, it's like an hour and a half. I down. know. So they had the, So the Final Four was there in 2006. 2006 was the last year. Mayor Bart Peterson. Yep. That's right. But that's not when the mayor I met was at the Super Bowl in Dallas, which was like 2010, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. Wasn't the Dallas Super Bowl 2010? The Indianapolis Star uh, says on March 31st, 2006, Tony Bruno radio broadcast was at uh, Chalkies. Chalkies, yeah, which is no longer there. My good so friend there uh, go. out there, uh, what the heck's his name now? No, it must be a great friend. No, he's on Twitter. <laughs> he, he doesn't use his real name on Twitter, he has a weird uh, Twitter handle. And he always tweets Indianapolis stuff, and I always go back and forth with him. 
And I'll remember it now because my brain's dead because I still have I jet think lag. You met Greg, I think you met Greg Ballard, Tony Bruno. I think that's who you met. The, the mayor, Greg Ballard? Mayor Greg Ballard, I believe, if you were telling me 2010. Yes, that's who it was. Would have been Bart Peterson. That's who it was. It was not Bart Peterson. It was, uh, it was Greg Ballard. Yes, not that Bart name Simpson. sounds familiar. Exactly. Because it was 2010 in Dallas, and that's when he was Yeah, still- and so we didn't go to 2011 mm-hmm. to Indianapolis for the Super Bowl, which is an outrage. One of my rare misses in the last... 30-something exactly. years. It is a total outrage. You don't miss often, homie. No, but I don't, baby. the Indianapolis Star had you being there in 2006. So, so you looked up the Indianapolis Star? Um, I, you know I can find anything. You're right. I, I, nobody can hide something from me. You're damn right. <laughs> it's a treat when a celebrity comes to town, Tony. <laughs> well, I'm hardly a celebrity. I love coming to town and hanging out with the folks. That's what I'm all about, man. I just um, like to blend in with the people and go out nothing. there and do shots and all that other stuff. But I, got to do some shots here. T- Tony, I, I got to talk sports here. There's one thing I want to get your opinion about. It's two weeks away, but it kind of irks me here. The players weekend. You hear about this, right? How they're having the specialty player jerseys? Oh, yeah, I the saw them. Yes. On the back? Yes. Uh, the, the names aren't even recognizable. Obviously, you have ones like, okay, Goldie for Paul Goldschmidt. Makes sense. But you have a lot of repeats. You have the kid with a bunch of eyes for Trout. Right. But isn't the original the kid Gary Carter, and then the kid even after that Ken Griffey? So yep. Just a yes, absolutely. Nickname. But I, I saw another story though that like the, that baseball doesn't want is like banning some of the names. They don't like some of the names, so they're not going to allow them to put that on the back of their shirts. Yeah. <laughs> their nicknames. Could you imagine if football players have it? Wife beater, assault. Well, right. we had he hate me. My favorite was he hate me. Of course. <laughs> well, that's the most famous one. Yeah. That's why. I mean, now how can you forget he hate me? Uh, one of the most famous XFL players of all time. You know who's wearing he hate me now. Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, he's the new. He hate me. Everyone hates me. He's got on there. Everyone hates me. Although I do think he does have enough talent to be on a sideline. Uh, okay, blah, we're not going to get blah, into blah, that. Blah, we'll blah, leave blah. that up to local. I said blah blah, radio, blah, 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 blah. Hey, good stuff, man. Thanks for checking in. Appreciate it, buddy. Thanks, Tony. Longtime fan, and keep up the good work, man. Thank you, sir. I'm getting calls from all over tonight, all over the world tonight. People, you could be anywhere else tonight. Coming up, though, you know what we're going to do in the next hour. What are we going to do? We're going to have a Miss Robin update. I'll have a total eclipse of the sun update. we got to get to that. And we are going to play the clip from Famous 56. Yes. Yes. Well, I do Sunday, have that Sunday, up. Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'll have a Joel Embiid update. I'll have a which statues or things do we need to be torn down update, too. we got a lot to do in the second hour because it's already 15 minutes into the first hour. Over the, Over the first hour. But we don't have a time limit, so that's cool. We can do whatever the hell we want. Damn right. We're like... Uh, Jack FM. <laughs> Jack we'll play FM. whatever we want. <laughs> Whenever we feel like it. Exactly. Are they still on the air, by the way? No, they're going now. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> We're still on the air, though. We're on the podcast. It's Tony Bruno. Go pee. What? Go get, uh, get some water so you stay hydrated. What up? What up? And we'll be back. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Show starts in five minutes. And now, on with the show. Sometimes you gotta bleed to know. It is the Tony Bruno Show Extravaganza, whatever the hell you want to call it. Statues of things that need to be taken down as uh, the country is in a frenzy over just realizing that uh, many of our leaders in the past and people who signed the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence actually own slaves. 
probably because many people back in the day of slavery owned slaves. Uh, yeah, Tom. From all walks of life. It happened, dude. So here's my, here's my one uh, question for the folks out there. So we got a lot of uh, people who I got a, name, a list of the names now that we must get rid of from we history. Lo- we love lists, Tony. Uh, George Washington's number one on the list. Of course. He's yes. gone. So he's on the $1 bill, of course, and he's on the quarter, George Washington. So we, we suppose. So, we, so Thomas Jefferson was on the $2 bill, which nobody uses anymore, and he's also on the nickel. He uh, supposedly was the largest slave owner in Virginia at one point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. George Washington owned 18 slaves while he was in office, and he, and he inherited 200 more slaves from his wife's previous marriage. Okay. James Madison, president number four, his family owned slaves. The fifth president, James Monroe, owned 30 to 40 slaves. Andrew Jackson, who's on the $20 bill, by the way, owned 160 slaves and refused to free them in his will. And president number 18, Ulysses S. Grant, who is buried in Grant's tomb. Right. On the $50 bill, which we don't see very often anymore. I'd like to see more of him. He supposedly was anti-slaves. And, but he uh, still owns some. He still owns some, but he denounced them. Well, one of the most important presidents who helped free the slaves. Lincoln. They're also anti- They are anti-Lincoln now, too. And Mar- Martin Luther King, by the way, I think his statue should be taken down, too, Luigi. You know why? Why? Because he was anti-abortion and anti-gay marriage. So since so many people now want to go into people's past and condemn them for what they believed in 100 years ago or 50 years ago, that's got to be held against everybody. So then why don't they take the Martin Luther King statue down then, right? Because you can't be anti-abortion or anti-gay marriage anymore because you're a bad person then. How about Senator Robert Byrd of West Virginia? A grand wizard of the Ku Klux Klan uh-huh. who was a prominent Democrat up until recently when he died and Hillary Clinton referred to her as uh, him. him as her mentor. Yes. How come his statues are standing up all over the Deep South? How come his statues aren't coming we, down? You know what? We should just tear down Every anything. statue. Well, just li- buildings. Buildings have been named after people. How about people who are named Washington, Jefferson, Madison, Jackson, Grant? I'm going to take all the money I have in my wallet and just throw it in the trash. Now, that's my, it. If you're upset about all this stuff and you want to get rid of anything that has a George Washington picture on it, <laughs> uh, even a $2 Thomas Jefferson bill, if you have some of those... Send them my way. <laughs> quarters. You got loose quarters. You know you got a big change jar. Yep. Send me all your George Washingtons, your dollar bills, your quarters, your nickels, your $2 bills, which you still have socked away somewhere. Ben Franklin do anything wrong? Your Andrew Jackson $20 bills. And, of course, if you can afford it and you want to go for the premium package and want to really show that you hate anybody who lived back in the day when slavery was part of the world – which it still is, by the way, in many other countries, in case you happen to not be looking around outside of the United States, send me some Ulysses S. Grant notes as well. And I'll be happy to get rid of that guilt that you have being associated with these filthy, rotten, no-good, dirty bastards. Is there any chance we could find something, any dirt on Ben Franklin before the Oh, podcast? Ben Franklin had slaves, too. Well, let's send them damn things over, send too. Send Ben Franklin's. And you know what else Ben Franklin? He, he had, like, swinger parties. Yeah, oh, he yeah. was, was a like dirt a bag. complete debauch. Who else? It was Ben Franklin and somebody else that was not a president. Ben Franklin, of course, wasn't a president. It was Ben Franklin right. and Aretha Franklin at the same time. No, no. Okay. So there you have it. Ben's on the $100 bill. So if you really, really... Hate Ben Franklin and the fact that he got that damn kite and they got that stupid kite statue down there near the Ben Franklin Bridge here in uh-huh. Philly. In fact, you know Philadelphia? 
I told this to Robin when we moved back here. Philadelphia has 700 statues in the city. It is the, the city has more statuary than any other city in America. Public, not, not in museums. It's not, so it's not, not in museums. just the statues. It's also the um, Not just the murals. murals. No, I'm talking about statues. That, these don't count murals. Wow. Philadelphia has the most murals in the country as well. And people are defacing those. The Frank Rizzo mural, now they want to take the Frank Rizzo statue down. And so this country's out of control, folks. Taking down history. Just get rid of all the museums. Why are we opening? Why do we just spend billions of dollars to go build this museum of the National uh, Confederacy, whatever the hell it's called, downtown? They keep building new history museums, and nobody gives a shit about history. They're building all that. You see, there's a new museum that just opened down on Chestnut Street. Here's the thing that, I mean, it, it is And no a, statue more important than... It is a uh, saying... <laughs> and the Rocky statue. I'll go down and tear that son of a bitch but down. But there is a saying that is more important, and people forget this over and over and over. If we forget about history, we, we, we are we're do- if we're doomed to repeat it. Correct. And you can't... Don't get rid of this stuff. Even if it's not good. Learn from it. Learn from it. Like in Germany, do you not think that Germans would love to just sweep everything that Hitler did under the carpet? Uh, pretty sure they would. But they don't. They put. They have the Holocaust museums. They have Auschwitz, Bergen-Belsen. They have them on display for a reason. To it's remind a, people. And of to what, educate yes. what happened so we do not do it again. But I get, came up with one statue. I know people are joking about the, the Rocky statue. I know our buddy Joe hates the Rocky <laughs> yeah, statue. Yeah, he'd be happy to get rid of Hill. I got one now. The clothespin statue in Philadelphia. Iconic, yes. right? We have oh, a clothespin yeah. statue? Yeah, there's a clothespin it's statue. It's right down by the city hall. Hello. It's legendary. There's a love statue, which people have seen. The one that's the L-O-B-E that's written, right. uh, that's in there in Center City. Yep. But there's a clothespin statue. Yep. Iconic. That's racist. That should be torn down. How is because it when I see the clothespin, I think about slave women and old women like my mom who didn't have washers and dryers and had to go out there and slave oh, yes. over a tub and scrub their clothes and yep. hang them out with a clothespin. I believe the clothespin statue is a symbol of oppression and days when people were not afforded the opportunity to get a Maytag and have the Maytag repairman <laughs> come to their homes and fix that son of a bitch if something ever went wrong. I'm with you. I'll tell you something else that should be banned. All billiard halls should be closed. Billiard America, halls. Billiard. Starting tomorrow morning. How about... Every single pool hall, every single person who owns a pool table, every single billiard parlor, everybody Explain. who owns a pool table should immediately throw that thing out in the trash right in the middle of the street tonight. I want you to open your window, go into your man caves, go into your billiard clubs, go down there on, on South Street or on Market Street where former 76er great Andrew Bynum went in there, the Buffalo Billiards, and you tell those people to get all those goddamn pool tables out of there because it's racist. You know why? Why? Because in pool, you have to use a white ball to knock in the black eight ball to win the game. Ah, tell me you're that's right, not you're racist. Right. That's keeping the man down, not, Tony. You're right. The white ball is the cue ball, right? Yes. And when you play eight ball, the black ball is the eight ball. You are striking a black ball with a white ball. Racist. You know, what my I- one friend, I have a young friend out there who helps me decide all things racist in America. That young man who had that famous chant, whenever we determine whether something's racist in this country. And, of course, billiards. I think that's the absolute classic example There's all of sorts racism. of keyboards. How about keyboards? keyboards we got the black, black keys. The black keys are a group, but, but there are more white keys than black and keys. And the black keys are smaller. And they're smaller. Black racist!
That is racist. <laughs> Who's with me on this? What about, well, let's take a little step further. What about bowling, Tony? You no, gotta, bowling has all different color balls now. Yeah, the but you've got to knock down 10 white guys to win. That's all right. That's okay. That's, that's not all, racist. Okay, that is making, not racist. I'm just making sure that's Everybody okay. wants to wipe down. Oh, I knock down the white. I'm just making sure. Do we, do we, what about the piano? Right, we, we just talked about the okay, piano. Okay, I'm sorry. Too many white keys, not enough black keys. Okay. What else? Is there anything else we can do? I want to help. Do? Anybody out there on Twitter, at Tony Bruno Show, at Luigi Curto 22 Please call us and let us or know. Or call us, too, at 717-363-TONY, 717-363-8669. Uh, what other statues need to be torn down? I think taking down the Frank Rizzo's. And the mayor of this town, the limp-wristed Jim Kenny, that dope, is now saying, we'd have to have a conversation about whether or not we need to remove the Frank Rizzo statue. That's the kind of world we're living in now. It's a shame, man. That's the kind of world we've come to. That's the politically correct, nobody, only one opinion matters, no con... All these people who want to start conversations don't want to have conversations. Nope. Because conversations require two different sides to have a discussion. That's what a conversation is. A conversation is talking to someone who may have a different viewpoint than you, regardless of what it is. They, should, they don't want conversations. They want to lecture you on the way you're supposed to think. Yeah. Either side, whether it's these Antifa scumbags who have been rioting, looting, killing, breaking property, stifling free speech since Election Day, when all of a sudden they surfaced out of nowhere, covering their faces in black, and now all of a sudden they're heroes? See, the they're thing. the anti-fascists? No one's talking to anyone. They're talking at people. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Don't talk to And then to these me. white supremacists, dirtbags, I was hoping yeah. they would all kill one another. That's, how, that's where I fall into this thing. Yeah, just, just kill each white, other, man. If you have white supremacists going out there, neo-Nazis, whatever you want to call them, and you have Antifa dirtbags who are just as vile, ignorant, thuggish, should be in jail, people taking down statues aren't even being arrested. They're being allowed. I know, well, they found the woman. Well, yeah, they did. Yeah. But the, the police are waiting. They're on stand down. All these incidents, the police don't want to cause a, a major issue, so they let these people block highways, tear down statues, do whatever the hell they want to do, knowing they're going to do it, and then hope to watch the videotape. Maybe that's better. I don't know. Maybe it is. That's you, Tony. My hand hit that's my a, head. That's okay. That's all right. Anyway, that's I, I don't his wanna, Italian I'm not coming. getting political here. To me, any group that's a hate group, and Antifa, by the way, and Black Lives Matter are hate groups. Yep. They're hate groups. When you chant... Wrap, put them, wrap them, fry them in a pan, and bake them like bacon. What do we want? Dead cops. That's not. That's hate speech. It's not, so not, don't tell me it's not hate speech. When you hate cops, when you hate the law, when you hate police, when you hate anything that you don't agree with, that's hate speech. But guess what? Hate speech is protected speech. That's what the First Amendment says. Read the Constitution. Read the First Amendment. Hate speech is protected. Whether you agree with it or not, don't listen to it. But taking down statues and going out there and finding anything that offends you and deciding to take it in your own hands and take down statues is absurd. This is what, this is what Mao did in China. This is what the Nazis did, the real Nazis. And anybody who's comparing these idiots that are out there, the white supremacists or the Antifa dirtbags, to what our military did when they stormed the beaches of Normandy to take down the Nazis, comparing these anti-fascists to, the, to military people who went out there and put their lives and died on the beaches on of D-Day? Normandy? <laughs> and all these other wars when we wiped out the Nazis twice? You're going to compare these dirtbag, slimeball, unemployed, paid protesters to real heroes. You have no credibility, which is why I don't watch any of the news. Any channels, Fox, any of these channels. 
You want to watch propaganda? You want to sit at home and be pandered to and told what to think? Then be a weak son of a bitch. If you want to think independently and go out and get the facts before you just jump on board anybody's bandwagon, then you're an idiot. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. Exactly. So there you have it. And uninformed. And uninformed. (laughs) Seriously, man. It's ridiculous what's happening in this country. Tony, I don't normally do this to you, man, but... I'm not taking a political stance. I'm taking an American stance. No, normally I don't do that, There's but I, I believe everything with, you said. With being pro, all of a sudden, being pro-America is bad now. You're allowed, and meanwhile, in Seattle, Washington, there is a statue of Vladimir Lenin. Vladimir Lenin. How many people did he help in his career oh. as a dictator? He helped a lot of them into the ground. Yes, he did. <laughs> Yeah, they don't take down the statue of Vladimir Lenin in Seattle, Washington, but they're taking down George Washington and Lincoln and, and uh, Jefferson and all these other people. So all these schools, that, all the Jefferson mm-hmm. schools and Jefferson hospitals and Washington states and Washington, everybody's got to take their names down. Anybody who's got the last name of Washington should have it immediately stricken. Go and get your birth certificates changed tomorrow. That'll make everything better. Let's just forget. Let's close every museum. For today, it will. For today, it'll make everything better. But then tomorrow, there'll be another problem and another issue. It's a joke. I've never seen it. I've been around a long time. I have never seen the kind of idiocy that I'm seeing run amok in this country right now. And it's political political correctness run amok. Actually. Under the guise of justice. I have spoken to several people who said that they have seen it. And they are Jews that are old enough to remember what happened during the Holocaust, or pre, excuse me, previous, prior to. My mother to. has seen destruction of World War II and in in, in right in her own neighborhood, bombs dropping. Those people no, remember saying, what real oppression is, what real war is. I None th- of these jerk-offs who are out there on the streets covering their faces like cowards and running around breaking windows and fighting each other. Those are all the dirtbags. They should be exterminated, those people. You want to yeah. hear Nazi talk? These people should be exterminated, every last one of them. Let them all go out and kill each other, stand, by, stand down police, and then go pick up the bodies and throw them in the river because no one will miss these people. They are the miscreants and trash of society. Well, we have them all in one spot. We can just do it right then and there. Exactly. I mean, it's easy, right? Want to talk about wiping out the problems? Wipe them all out. I think George Carlin had it right when he had that mass suicide. You get them all in one spot. Exactly. It's in a pyramid, Tony. Everybody into the pyramid, basically. Uh, Boy, Facebook is just going crazy. Preach on, Brother Tony. Uh, preach, Brother Tony, for president. I don't want. To, I'm not. In, you know, I'm a political but science here's, major. Here's by my way. I, went, I went to college. I yeah, was a political yeah. science major, so I studied politics. You're PS, not PC. Here's <laughs> my. Right. Here's my favorite. <laughs> Will, uh, William Cullen, prior to you going on this little rant, said, "I see a Tony Bruno Hulk rant brewing." <laughs> I didn't. I didn't plan to rant. I just when I started seeing the statue stuff because we were away. I wasn't paying attention to anything. Then I come back, and the Charlottesville thing, which was a disaster, happened. Both sides, by the way, were bad. It takes two sides to cause a fight. Correct. Unless people are fighting amongst themselves, uh, then it's which one side. Which does happen as well. Yeah, it does. We don't, we don't pay attention to that. I know. No. When people kill each other every night in their own neighborhoods over bar fights or incidents, gang warfare, it doesn't matter because they're killing each other. But when, normally it takes, like in, the, in West Side Story, the Jets weren't fighting the Jets. They were fighting the Sharks. Correct. Right? It takes two to tango, whether you're dancing or fighting or bashing each other's brains in. So there's got to be two groups that engage. One group engaging the same group is, is not a riot. It's a charge. It's, it's just be, be a positive and a negative. It's got to be exactly. that's the only way it works. That's man. great. you got to create a current. See? Thank you, Tony. You learned. I did, man. So there you have it. That's my uh, statue or things that need to be torn down rant of the night. 
on lighter news, though, I do have that uh, that Echo commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Hi, everybody. This is Ron Turner, the webmaster for Famous56.com. You know, back in the 1960s and 70s, you couldn't turn an AM radio on without hearing one of these. It's another drag racing commercial! With two, two, two obnoxious announcers screaming at the top of their lungs! Cranking up the reverb and echo! echo. And don't forget those ear-piercing sound effects! So to have a little fun, back in August of 1975, Tony Bruno, Joel Denver, and engineer Joe Gallagher set out to create their own drag racing parody. They went into the studio and created WFIL Sunday, Sunday, featuring WFIL jocks, engineers, and promotion folks as drivers. Now, this bit never aired on WFIL, but I recently found them on a tape that was given to me by Kevin Fennessy. So sit back and enjoy Sunday, Sunday. WFIL. Tony Bruno smoked two packs of cigarettes during one broadcast. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Wow, I don't even remember that. It never wow. aired, Tony, and you know, rightfully so. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was very, very hard to hear. By the way, I have breaking news just in. What do you got? Breaking Tim? news when I was just talking about all the statues. KFC has just decided to take down any statue of the original Colonel Sanders. No, yes, he is no, racist. bullshit. No Colonel way. Sa- no, I'm joking. All That's right. it. Colonel Sanders, he represents racism, doesn't he? Well, guy with a white suit. You know he had slaves. It's the chicken man, man. Now, all the people who are representing Colonel Sanders and pretending to be him in the new commercials, okay. they're off the hook. Okay, they're off the hook. All right, but if the God. original Colonel Sanders were alive today, he too would be He'd be fried. Away. He'd be fried. He should be... You get it? Kentucky Fried Chicken. You, you, you get it? I, I get it, yeah. He, all right, I'll just leave. Uh, that's all right. <laughs> Extra crispy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Now, on this Famous 56 website, yes. there is also tape from... Alan Stone. Alan. Yes. Now, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, Alan Stone was my, my, one of my mentors. Right. The guy I was really around most of the time, because when I was doing news overnight at WFIL back in the 70s, in the early 70s. So this was when you first started, like when you were 18 years old? I was not 18, 19 years old. I was doing overnights, and Alan Stone was the morning guy, and so I would help him put news together. I did newscasts every hour. But I was just breaking into the business, and he was my mentor. He just passed away a couple of, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And on this Famous 56 website, a classic example of how great this guy was and how great he sounded on the air. Do we have any other tape? We yeah, can play you, tape? I, have, I, have, I have several to choose from, so I'm going to ask you. Now, I have some random air checks from 1966 and I just want an Alan Stone newscast But tape. then I, have, I have also have something else that is called, from 1976, it's the headphone incident. With me? I don't know. No, it's, it's, it's no. with Alan Stone, It's with Alan right? Stone, yes. Oh, that's one that was getting reverb. I want to hear the great Alan Stone. All right. Because he had the headphones so on I'm gonna and give, reverb. I'm going to give you the, the 1966 air check. Give me a real good air check of okay. Alan Stone at WFIL. 
legendary news voice. There will never be another one like him, ever. Sorry, it's opening up now, Tony. That's okay. Now, this is six. This is back in the British invasion days. Yes. I wasn't even. I was listening to WFI. So now I'm back pulling then. these straight from the site. I was so just a young. It takes punk a little back. second for everything to like load up. So give me a second here. I don't know why it's giving me. Straight. I don't know what's going on here. It's no. It's not you. It's just that these things all have to be like done in real time, and when I'm opening them all up, they're just not playing. That's the problem. And it was Alan Stone. It's A-L-L-E-N, right? Yes. Okay. Hey, for some reason, it's not playing up here. Hold on. Oh, this is such a horrible thing. See, Robin? I'm See what okay. happens? No, I'm no, seriously. It's look. my fault. I, I didn't realize this stuff was on the web, and I should have pulled it's, it No, it's not, it's, no, it's no one's fault. It's, I'm trying to play it right from the website, and it's not letting me hit the... It's not, the link is not opening up at all. That's the problem. Okay, why don't we go to a phone call? Yeah, let's go to a phone call. We'll straighten that out. Do we we have have one? Okay. Oh, we have open lines for the first time tonight. So seven one seven three six three. If you have any other suggestions on uh, or comments on Tony's rant, uh, if you would like to discuss anything that we have been talking about, or even anything that we haven't been talking about, something you'd like that we should tear down, some part of history. And again, if you want to send me your your George Washingtons, your Thomas Jeffersons, your Andrew Jacksons, your Ulysses S. Grants, or even your Ben Franklins, I will be willing to dispose of them for you, and no one will be hurt in the process of the, de- of the disposal of these racist symbols of America. Now, I have a, I have a really great uh, comment from Magic Maze on Twitter. Um, is, coming to the Tony, is coming to Tony and Robbins for the podcast like going to the grandparents and M. Night Shyamalan's The Visit? Wait, I'm sorry, I, wasn't, I missed that again. <laughs> is coming to Tony and Robbins for the podcast like going to the grandparents in M. Night's The Visit? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Although I won't put you in the oven just to test it. Remember that scene? The little yeah. girl and the grandmother says, oh, just get it. I need you because to go in there and clean. clean it for me. Did you see that? And our basement is no, way I, nicer I've, now. I've never yeah. seen any. I've never seen any of those. You saw the original one, the greatest M. Night Shyamalan movie. The Sixth Sense. Yeah, that yeah, was the that, oh, That's the best one. There's no doubt about yeah. it. The visit was a recent one. It wasn't too bad. It was a little creepy. Yeah, but it was a little creepy, but then it kind of was really sad at the end. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Making I don't know. fun of grandparents. That's no way to, to live a life. Yeah, Robin, for some reason, I don't know, whatever this site is that it's giving me, it, any link I try to open up for anything from Alan, uh, it's just not playing. Like, it's downloading, but it just will not play. By the way, I have another statue that needs to be taken down. Breaking news. The statue of Ralph Cramden. What? I'm not making this up. The statue of Ralph Cramden. I don't know where this is, though. I have to find out where it's, it is. But there's an actual sta- statue. Of course, Jackie Gleason played Ralph Cramden in The Honeymooners, right? Right. He's got a lunch pail on his head. He's holding his tie. It's Jackie Gleason. There's a statue. He threatened to commit domestic violence on every episode of The Honeymooners. So he, therefore, must be toppled. So the Ralph Cramden statue okay. needs to come down. So does the Archie Bunker statue need to come Absolutely. down? Absolutely. Okay. Oh, I don't know yeah. if there is an Archie Bunker, Bunker statue, but if there is... It needs to come down. You know what else has to come down? The what? Harry Truman statue. Harry Truman gave the order to drop two abom- atomic bombs on Japanese civilians. You're right. How does he have a statue? Yeah, it needs to come down, too. I want to thank Anthony Camilla, uh, who's uh, one of the talk show hosts in New York. He's got some of this stuff, too. This is absolutely great stuff. This is the kind of things we need to make America great again, or whatever the hell we're going to make America again. We're trying to make podcasting great again. We are. But that's, that's all we can handle right now. We can't make America great Robin, again. Robin, I don't know why, it's but too... I, I can't get to this. I'm all sorry. right, don't worry about it. I'm that. sorry, Tony. It just is not coming up. That's all right. It's it's not will not play. No, it will not play. We'll figure it out next time. Exactly. 
Meanwhile, we got to do our. Uh, I got to give you a solar eclipse update. Miss Robin's got a Florida update too. Oh, I need to pull that up. Now everybody's getting excited for the solar eclipse of the sun, which is on Monday, right? The twenty-first of August. People you would are think, traveling. I know to see it one hundred percent. Because there's a map on the United States of the parts of the country where you'll be able to see it hundred percent. Right. And you know we like it a full one hundred on here. Keep it one hundred, Tony. We keep it one hundred, and, and we go time. zero to one hundred real here quick. In, All right. Here in Philadelphia, I believe that we are like right in between seventy and eighty percent. That's not good enough for me. Are we? Yeah. No, you, I'm, no I'm, I don't think we're that high. No, I think we are. I need, I need a hundred percent. Exactly. Where can I go to get a hundred percent? You need to go to like uh, somewhere in Florida, right? No, no, it's in the middle of the country. There's like a line, there's a diagonal line. Well, it travels. Across there, there is there is an airplane that is, or maybe several that are being chartered, so that they can travel and watch the total eclipse, so that they can see it for two hours straight. And then their eyes will burn out, and they they will land, and they will look like victims of the uh, Twilight Zone or for the day the Earth stood still, the, the original one, <laughs> not the bad remake. Thank you, because that one was Keanu Reeves. It was awful. But by the way, Just you, know who, Neil, you know who Neil deGrasse Tyson is, right? Yes. He's an astrophysicist, right? Correct. Brilliant man. You know what he said about the solar eclipse? What did he say? Total solar eclipses occur on Earth every two years or so. Okay. So just calm yourself when people tell you <laughs> that they're rare. They're not rare. They're rare at this magnitude in this part of the world, right. in this country. In this country. But, but they, they happen, happen all the time. time. Well, you know what it is? Nobody knows because no one's going outside anymore or they're all looking down at their phones. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's but what like, by the way, people will be it. watching the solar eclipse on, on their, their cell phones. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who's Snapchatting this bitch? I want to see it. <laughs> it happens everywhere. Solar, yellow. You know, <laughs> if, you, if you happen to be, you know, in Russia or in China or in the Antarctica. I've seen solar eclipses in my lifetime. So here. So it's the, it's just to sell glasses at Home Depot. But everywhere you go, they got these solar eclipse yeah. glasses, right? The one hundred percent. Make those in Ray Bans. Wait, let's go to the one hundred percenters right now. The one hundred percenters. It it enters the United States full total one hundred percent right around um, uh, Portland, Oregon. Okay, those people are stoned anyway. It doesn't matter. And <laughs> then it they're kind always of in the dark. You know that, Tony. <laughs> travels. <laughs> it travels eastward. Well, that's where the sun rises in the... Amazing uh, how that works. No, I thought it started in the east. And, it's, and then yeah. it, and it and it's going through Wyoming, Nebraska, Kansas City, Nashville, and then it kind of exits South Carolina-ish. That's where we all exit, Norman, sooner or later. Ish. Ish. So it goes across the middle of the country. Well, middle and it starts up in, It starts in the Pacific Northwest in Portland, right. Oregon, and then the line... Have a picture where the line is, and then it comes down. And it comes, but it down. doesn't go so really a, far south. So yeah, but we're talking like total over and then down. Yeah, that's, that's the hundred percent. One hundred percenters. So now, if we want to know what we are, we are technically. Oh, they're calling it the path of totality. Oh, dude. <laughs> if, you, if you want to be total. You want to wait. A you want to achieve totality. Ain't got time for that. You damn right. <laughs> Nobody got time for that. We got to play a solar eclipse song, though, man. We got to play that, Luigi. There's only one song I think of when I think about the total eclipse. There's no other song. Not Bonnie Tyler's version, which sucked. No, this is the real the version. The Dan Band. Every now and then I get a little bit lonely and you never Excuse the language, by the way. No, don't. Every now Crank it up, Luigi. I get a little bit tired of listening to the sound of my tears. Every now and then I get a little bit nervous that the best of all my years have gone by. What up? Every now and then I get a little bit terrified.
terrified, I see the fucking look in your eyes. Every now and then I fall apart. Everybody, Tony. I want to hear Dan. Dan Ben. Oh, Robin God. and I were so lucky out there to meet those guys, Dan Finnerty. Robin actually knows Dan's wife. Did you know that? Kathy Najimi. Well, so I met originally the way I met them was through their keyboardists. Right. And um, then I, and this was before the Dan Band had done uh, the movie that they were for, uh, first. They were in a couple of movies. They right. sang that song. But it was for their first movie. What was the movie that this one they sang in? Oh, uh, that was from Wedding Crashes. Right? Wedding Crashes, yeah, but it right. It was before the Wedding Crashes was when I met them. So they weren't huge yet. They, they had a very cult following in Los Angeles. And that's when I met them. And I met Kathy and I met Dan. And then Dan I... Dan Fennerty from Boston. Right. So we went to see them. So we get tickets to go see them at L.A. Right. Live. I, I called up my guy and, and they got us in front row. And it was really funny because... Um, uh, Neil Patrick Harris was at that yep. particular show. Doogie in the house. Doogie, Doogie was in the house, and um, the guy Jennifer f- Aniston was there. Yeah, there was a Bitch. bunch of people there. Because when he, when they perform in Hollywood, like all the celebrities come out to see them because they're so phenomenally funny. No, they're they great. put on a great show. Yeah, it's amazing. So we got to hang out with and the I, guy. And I was trying to tell Tony, I'm like, okay, because he had he'd kind of heard of them, but oh, yeah. he didn't know how great they were. Tom, I'm sorry. I, I said wedding crashes, but I said it's old school. Timmy Gallon yeah, crashes. It, it was old school. I'm sorry. The wedding scene in old school. Yes, right. that's what it was. And the old ladies like looking at him and they're dancing. And uh, that's when Will Ferrell and everybody's looking at the at the band playing, and then they start right. breaking it into profanity and Tony, version. And I'm trying to explain to Tony, like if you've never heard of the Dan Band before, this is how you kind of like I was trying to explain. I'm like, okay, well, it's like these guys, and and the one guy is dressed up like a like a, a mechanic. car mechanic, and then his two backup singers are dressed out like a, accountants with bow ties on, and they sing girl songs. And Tony's looking at me like, I don't want to go see this. This sounds horrible. I'm like, no, 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 no. You have to go see them. They are hysterical. 
And he's a convert. So we saw him a couple of times. Yeah. And then one of his backup guys was a big fan. Yeah, one of the accountants. Yeah, he loved, he listened to the show. He's a big sports guy. Dan Finnerty knew who I was. So that was a lot of fun. And then they toured the country all over the place oh, yeah. every time. And we just missed him here in Philly this I summer. Know. Wanted to go see but him they'll, again. They'll man. be back. They come back here regularly. So, Luigi, when they come back, we will get in and. Yeah, I, I got to see back. the damn. There's two, there's two, there's two acts that, that, Come to Philadelphia that you got to take me to go see that we I missed last time we were here but the Dan Band is one of them and then Burt Kreischer is the other. You haven't seen Burt Kreischer? No, you've, seen you've never took me to meet them. You've never taken me to meet the machine. Oh. I got to go oh, meet the machine. That's a disgrace, man. I know, man. Well, it's not my fault. It's your fault. You never take. What me. do you mean my fault? You never By take the way, me. When we were in L.A., you know Burt Kreischer and uh, and uh, who do you got? Our other buddy who's who comes to Philly every year who lives in L.A. Dom Herrera. Oh. They were both at the comedy store on Friday night. We didn't go to see them. Oh, I saw it. Shit. I saw it on my Twitter feed. And I'm like, damn. And I, I forgot to remind Robin. And then all of a sudden, you know, you just forget. Isn't that funny how you when you were you were in your office a week before that? And I was like, remember, I was like, remember that comedian who came in? Was Dom Herrera. Yeah, yeah. And it was, and we we were talking about Dom Herrera, and now he was there. Isn't that funny how it all comes full circle? Yeah. No, Here, Dom lives is- in LA and he comes back to Philly a couple times a year. Uh on uh Facebook Live. Paul Lee says, the cruise ship was advertising being able to see the eclipse. I decided to take the cruise one week later and $500 per person cheaper. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so anyway, Philadelphia is at 70%. Yeah, that's not good enough for me. You so know what I'll be travel. doing during the total eclipse of the sun on Monday? What time are they anticipating here? Around what time do they say it happens? Let me see. What, what time will it be here in the Philadelphia area, the East Coast? I'm not I, sure. And I'll time. even I'll give the website out as soon as I find it. So you can track this. I'll either be at work or asleep. You know what <laughs> I'll be doing when the sun, when darkness descends on the Delaware Valley, right? What are you doing, Holmes? Oh, you're going to be doing. Oh, well, I mean, obviously. Come on, man. I mean, really? Do I need to uh, actually uh, need two to have, at the same time? Yeah, do I have don't enough time for don't that? You have an, I don't have that in my machine anymore. Yeah, I, I play it 75 times during this damn program. But it's easier when I can I play it pissed so off. I can know where the hell it is. All right. Get out! Get out! <laughs> just play random stuff, Tony. I love you, man. The Damn right. total eclipse <laughs> in Philadelphia <laughs> is going to be at... I know it! 2.44 p.m. 2.44 p.m. on Monday. Where and will you be, Excuse Louis? me, it's 80%. 2.44 p.m. on Monday? I will, I will just be leaving work in 15 minutes. You know what's going to happen, don't you? What? It's going to be cloudy. You know what they're going to see Now, if you would like to... We're going to spend all this money for glasses. He said, it's going to be cloudy and rainy. I ain't going to say shit. I ain't going to say shit. If you would like to find out where you are going to be in the total eclipse timetable, you can go to timeanddate.com slash eclipse slash USA and then just put in your time, your, your city. And it will let you know what... How what the maximum percentage is going to be in your city, and at what time the magnitude maximum magnitude will be? Beautiful, beautiful. So we the for those of you, a lot of people don't realize this because it doesn't just boom happen. For here in Philadelphia, the eclipse is going to start at one twenty one p.m. Oh, one twenty one is when it starts. Yes, and it doesn't reach its full magnitude which is for us 80% of the sun, mm-hmm. um, until 2.44, and then it'll finally end at 4.01. Four, wow, I got plenty of time. So the then. eclipse is more of a grower, not a shower, basically. Exactly. I so you. I thought I was going to need a quickie here. I'm going to have a couple hours. Yeah, you, yeah. Got you got time. That's what they say. Well, I have another statue. Wait, I'm breaking another statue. must come 
down. It must come down hard. What do you got, T? The Popeye statue in Chester, Illinois. Popeye statue? He is who he is. Yeah, I, I am what I am. Exactly. Here's who he is. What's the problem with the Popeye statue? I, I, there's got to be something wrong with Popeye. Popeye? Wasn't he abusive? No. What did he do? No, it wasn't, it wasn't Popeye that was abusive. No, it was Pluto. It was Pluto. Or, or Brutus. Yeah. He had two different Brutus, Brutus. Brutus. Or Bluto was... first, and then they came Brutus. Yeah, he was... He was Wimpy a, was the, the dude who was like a He a was a freeloader. Yep. He'd always ask him for money for a hamburger today, no, and he'd will, pay you back. Correct. I will gladly give you... Uh, uh, I'll pay play, you back Tuesday. Pay you back Tuesday for a hamburger today. Exactly. But I would think that there'll be some people who will find the Popeye statue offensive. You know where they'll be. Where Down oh, exactly. to <laughs> Welcome. I'm trying to segue this thing for 20 minutes over here. Well, we got to get everything in here, man. I know, brother. That's what she said. This show is well planned. We'll just throw stuff in here, except breaking news, which we just did. Now, let's go to Miss Robin with the Florida update, ladies and gentlemen. Dateline Sweetwater, Florida. Something happened here, Tony, in Sweetwater, Florida, that we might need to take note of here in uh, the good old Bruno household. What's that? Um, whoops. I'm back to the eclipse now. A uh, club in Sweetwater called La Covacha was forced to shut down this previous Wednesday because there was a huge scandal surrounding a dance contest where several women removed their clothing to win tickets for an upcoming concert by the Cuban reggaeton duo Yomil Il El Dani. Oh, yeah. You're drinking a Bud Light right now, Louis. Damn right, Tony. What's the matter with you, man? I'm going to call Sean Brace on the break. <laughs> now, <laughs> this particular club, La Covacha, is um, registered to be a restaurant and just a dance club. They are not registered for adult entertainment. And during this said dance-off, women were videotaped dancing and removing their clothes while the crowd and the club's DJ yelled, Take it all off! Take it all off! Okay, Bobby. <laughs> and according to the mayor, Carmona, the club violated a county ordinance that prohibits adult entertainment. We have one of the ladies, the though. Uh, what she had to say during the whole ordeal. What do you got? Ay, papi, que rico. Dame más, dame más, dame más. What up? Rico. Now, people don't realize that that's just another Saturday night at the Bruto household. Exactly. Exactly right. So, Tony, what they're saying here is that you need a permit. Permit? A permit to what? A permit to For what? For adult entertainment. Not in your home, not the privacy of your own home, you don't. Bullshit. Damn right. No? You need no permit? You don't need no stinking permit? No, it's your house. You, whatever you do behind closed well, doors, it's your actually, thing. Actually, that's what we've been going on the whole basement remodel off of. No, that's true. That's basically that's right. <laughs> we don't need no stinking permit. Yeah, I was going to ask what are the poles <laughs> for. It's not, it's not to keep the walls up anymore. I mean, we've got plenty of suspension, Robin. I hear you, but. We don't talk about those poles. Those That's crazy, though. So, I think the biggest mistake is that they, once again, they posted it on Facebook. That was the mistake. And they shut the club down? They shut the club down, which is a complete, complete and total outrage. I'm feeling for them. The women were obviously uh, consensual. Yeah. They wanted to win those damn tickets, and they were taking it off. What happens in, in Narlands when their beads are flying? 
Yeah, it's perfectly fine when it happens, right? When you're on Bourbon Street. Popping the tops more than Luigi with a Bud Light. <laughs> Damn right, dude. Or Harry Mays with a Bud Light Lime for $9 at Citizens Bank Park. It's Yeah, during Fantasy Fest this upcoming weekend. <laughs> Is that this weekend? I think so, or something. Yeah, I think it's this week or next week or one of those two. So, okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me just get this straight. Go ahead. So, in other words, if we have a naked dance contest here in the Bruno household yeah. for listeners so that they can win tickets. Yes. We're fine. They can come here. They can win tickets to my first show live. <laughs> they can win these tickets, Tony. That's, That's right. That's right. They can come down. Live. I mean, it doesn't cost anything to get in there, but we can give them tickets. That could be that could be arranged. That All could right. be arranged. I may even get you a cocktail or something. Well, we're working on especially cocktail, man, for for, for the fantasy football aficionados, the, the PPR. The which PPR. Which stands for points per reception, but we're working on a specialty Ooh. cocktail, the PPR. Not PBR. We Not PBR. No, no, we ain't no Pabst Blue Ribbon here, Holmes. No, ain't Jason no. Nemiroff says, Moss, Poppy, Moss. <laughs> and other people are saying that uh, Nola is a whole different world. That's from Timmy Galligan, and that he permits us to do this. I think we should arrange it. Absolutely. And we got a couple weeks to work on it. Wow. So there you have it. By the way, the other big uh, NBA news is that LeBron James is definitely gone in Cleveland, according to uh, numerous sources. After this season. Oh, oh. Or. Unless they trade him during the season. That's the possibility, too. I don't think he's going to be going anywhere. He'll stay. No, you know what? It's I think a, he's going to be with the ship. This is according to people in the know. People in the know? Who we got? LeBron's relationship with the owner is, quote, well, beyond repair. Yeah, him and Dan Gilbert aren't getting along whatsoever. Tony. So LeBron, gone, according to sources close to the situation. Now, I mean, it is kind of, I mean... You could get a, a quite a haul for LeBron James during that That's trade deadline. If the owner Dan Gilbert knows this, and he does because they don't get along supposedly, even though he brought him back, don't you trade LeBron during the season if he's going to walk at the end of the year and try to get something for him? Yeah, I got. You look, should get a lot for LeBron I gotta, James. I would. Think. I, I would think you get a lot. For I think you get more player. than a third round pick. Exactly. Of course, 76ers will trade eight of their second-round picks over the uh, next Cleveland's going to ship them the second, the, to San Antonio for Mano Ginobili and Tony Parker. Watch. Exactly. No, I, I don't know. I mean, i gotta check, I, I got to check to see if he has a no-trade clause. But if not, I mean, yeah, I mean, you got to deal LeBron. Absolutely. He's, he's going to leave. If anybody leaves, if, if, when players are going to – it's the same thing that people are in Philadelphia got up in arms about this whole Jordan Matthews thing, right? Jordan, now, Jordan Matthews, I every time you leave, something happens in this town. Every time you the guy leave. everybody was ripping now all of a sudden is an untouchable. That's what right? I said too. I'm like people people got so upset. We, we act like we just lost Nate Brown again or something like that. You know what I mean? It's, listen, he was a nice player. He had to go, but again, he's not going to be here next year. The, the Eagles had no interest in resigning. Correct. So he's going to walk. So in essence, you trade. You know, you you get you. He's going to move anyway. You take a third round pick, which can be replaced. People think losing a third round pick is like losing a first round pick. It's not. You can get back into, into the third round pretty easily. But you got back a player who will be here for your future. Jordan Matthews won't be here for your future. It makes sense. You get rid and of the guy. you get a position of desperate need. You have a, four, a guy who runs a 4-3-40 and a guy who's a young up-and-comer. And finish runner-up to the rookie defensive player of the year. Exactly. Let's not forget that, too. I mean, exactly. And they said, and people were like, oh, well, he ranks 69th out of 79th at all cornerbacks. I'm like, yeah, this is a list that had Nolan Carroll ranked above him. That just becomes null and void. I don't, I don't pay attention exactly. to that list anymore. I just think that when it's, like I said, if, if you have a guy who's going to leave and you can acquire assets for your future, then you just let him go. That's it. You let him go. You, you make the move, and you bring in guys that are going to help you later instead of keeping around a guy who's not going to be there anyway. LeBron's leaving. 
He's going to leave Cleveland. He's going to leave Cleveland looking worse than Detroit. Trust me, man. It's about damn time. And when will they start burning the jerseys again? That's what I want to know in Cleveland. Uh, they're starting to light the. Uh, they're, get, they're getting the uh, the lighter fluid for the for, for the Zippos now as we speak, Beautiful, Tony. Now, they need those tiki torches from those white uh, nationalist dudes, I guess. I think they're all sold out down in the <laughs> south, though, Tony. I don't know if you're going to find one anywhere in Charlottesville, Virginia. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get the tiki torch. We have a couple things that I want to make sure that I get to because we're we're going a little bit over. That's fine. Um, the man, the gentleman that called in from Indy, that was Caleb. I don't know if you remember him. I didn't. I didn't hear him say Caleb. Yeah, said in the Caleb Yarley. I'm sorry, Caleb. He um, was back on the Into the Night days. I know who Caleb the, was. He was a young man young, who called he, the show. He He's like 12 13, years old. 13 years old. Yeah. And he wasn't allowed to call into other shows because they told him he was too young. Right. And he started calling into the night. He was a great, great kid. And I remember he used to sneak. Like he was listening. And he was even at a sleepover one night. Too and young he to call him. on other shows. But call into the Into the Night show. Yeah, because that's the one you want to be listening to with Courtney Cummings. No. And everybody no, coming. but but no, no, it was a station policy. No, it wasn't even a station policy. It was producers that wouldn't allow anybody. Like as soon as it, it sounded like they were too young, they're like, "Oh, sorry, we don't want to have you." And on. hearing some of the nincompoops that I hear on radio stations when I listen to them, Caleb was like a Rhodes Scholar <laughs> compared, yes. at, at thirteen compared to some of the people they allow on the air. But uh, did you? I mean, it was so funny. I didn't. I would never have recognized his voice. No, he obviously he's his all grown up now. <laughs> he all grown so up. So let's see. How old would he be now? I should have asked him how old he was. That is so. I didn't funny. realize. No, I heard. It, I didn't I really know. catch his name completely. If he had said Caleb, it would have hit me right away. That and he did, so but cool. I didn't hear it. Yeah, we didn't. And hear I apologize, that. Caleb. He but said he, it right in the beginning. He. Uh, I, I know he did. I did. Obviously, I didn't catch it. He DM'd you on Twitter, and that is awesome. I'm so glad Caleb found the show again. How old is Caleb now? So that was when? So, so that, that was 06. Six, seven years ago, so he's like 20, 21. Wow. I, I know. He's all he's grown up. He's out in the gentlemen's clubs now. <laughs> they grow up fast. It does. And then Barbecue Beef Balboa, um, who follows around no matter where we are, um, he wants to know, Tony, if you have a comment about the um, NFL, the Zeke Elliott case. Right, did I mention I had to run down Harold Henderson? Not from Harry and the Hendersons. The movie <laughs> That's classic. a great Harry and the Henderson right there. But Harold Love Henderson, that. not Gerald Henderson, who was going to miss the year, even though the Sixers didn't resign him. Not Ricky hurt. Henderson. No. Harold Henderson is the uh, arbitrator that the NFL has appointed now to hear the Ezekiel Elliott case. is six-game suspension. There's a hearing on August 29th. This guy, Henderson, is the same guy who reduced Greg Hardy's suspension when he ah. heard that case. Now, I'm not saying there's a fix here. I'm just saying that this guy works for the NFL, and now there's evidence from the woman, supposedly, well, the NFL Players Association, obviously trying to protect their client, Ezekiel Elliott, has, has now found, supposedly, that the woman who claimed, who, who uh, made these accusations uh, is, is, was basically telling her friends that they were trying to set him up for money to extort money from him. So I don't know whether that's factual evidence. I read that today, and now on August 29th, they're going to they're gonna reduce the suspension. There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt they'll, about it. They'll probably bring it down to four games. But then I, after, I think it'll be four also. But then after that, does he, is, is he allowed to appeal after that and then still play? Because here's, here's a little thought that I had, that if he, if he was to appeal this, right, you're allowed to still play. You're permitted to play as your appeal is still going on, correct? Yes. Okay. So... Wouldn't it be kind of wouldn't it be smarter for the Cowboys to sit there and go if he was going to get even whatever it was four games six games they go Zeke why don't you just just sit this out just sit these four or six games out you stay fresh on the sidelines 
All they got to do is tread water two and two or three and three, whatever it is, and then they get back the freshest running back in the NFL. Well, that's true. There's you know what I mean? Out. It's just, just like, just, just sit on the sidelines and relax. You're not taking any hits. Any and by the way, stay out of the clubs, too. Well, you got to right, stay right, out of right, class. Right. the hardest part, staying out of Keep the Keep your shirt club. on. Keep your shirt on and stop wearing shirts that come up to your tits and an open jacket. That's the as problem. A you, you, you draft the guy wearing a midriff. It's, yeah, you, you know you're the, in no, trouble. You see the picture of him, like, in a club? He's, got, he's wearing a midriff shirt. <laughs> Somebody already, like, Jordan faces his midriff. It's so Unbelievable, good. man. Listen, he's a young kid. By he's a great player, and he does stupid stuff. So now he's going to have to pay the price. But, you know, now, but, but it's, the interesting thing is that people are now accused, they're blaming the victim. But then, then other people, see, there's two sides of this. There's women who are out there trying to extort money from yep. well known athletes, right? Yep. They see a hot athlete in a club, and they know it makes a lot of money. They're going to say, I'm going to get with this guy, and then I'm going to get him to do something. Whatever. And, and then I'll claim that he did something that he didn't do. And then he'll pay they me to go away. They purposely get pregnant. They, I mean, there's there are a lot of women out Absolutely. there who do shady but things. But there are a lot of women who don't come forward because they're afraid right. too. So that's the slippery slope here. There are two and sides. That, that, there's two sides to this. So well, there's three sides. I don't know if this woman is lying. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, there's evidence that says that she told her girlfriend that she was going to do this, a text or something. So if that if they can present that in in this again, this isn't a court trial. Mm-hmm. This is the mm-hmm. NFL's court. Right. They're, they're the ones making well, this. He's not going to jail for this. His, his, his adjudication will be determined on the amount of games he will be suspended. The commissioner said six. Now this uh, arbitrator is going to get reduced. It's going to get reduced. Absolutely. It's going to get reduced. Absolutely. So that's the latest on that. So we'll let the arbitrator see what's going on. And if they use this evidence and they determine that this woman was trying to, and here, was trying to set him may, up. If I may, uh, the only way that we can ever stop, because uh, abuse of women whether it's physical, mental, whatever, and, and men, for that matter. I, we're, I'm not uh, discriminating here. Uh, the only way it is ever going to stop at this date and time is if we also uh, go after the people that are false accusers. Absolutely. Because until those false accusers stop doing this, there will always be doubt in people's mind if it's really, really, if it's real or not. And, no, no doubt about and it. And so we need to...